everything else versus Bitcoin essentially gets spent and dies. I want to be able to have reactive security. And I think OpVault is today the most straightforward, easiest to use way to do that. I will not be insulted by a clockmaker. <laughs> Overall, these kind of ways to make the network easier to both build on and interact with, I think is a really big deal. If Bitcoin existed when we started Twitter, we would not have to go down the ad model path. I mean, it's simple as that. Integrating Lightning into a social network is the killer app. Hello, and welcome to the Bitcoin.Review podcast, where we explore developments and projects with the people who actually make them happen. The show is supported by Pod 2.0, Sat Streaming, and Coinkite. If you're a new listener, I'm NVK. I run CoinKite, where we've been helping people secure their Bitcoins for over a decade. We make the cold card and fun products like the Block Clock. You can find more information about it on CoinKite.com. I have a pretty awesome group of folks here today as we talk about Nostra again. This is... Uh, it's been a while since the last episode with uh, Will Fiat and uh, and uh, Jack. I think uh, it's a good time for us to sort of like you know see see how far we've come and uh, and we're and and how things are going. So without uh, further ado, here uh, let's welcome our guest uh, JB. Hello, hello, nice mic there, uh, Mr. Adele. Good to be back. How's it going, gents? Hey. First appearance here by Pablo. Hello. And uh, the man of the hour here who created the thing. Hey, Fiat Jeff. Hello. So guys, like, how <laughs> how how far uh, have things come since? I, I can't remember, like, if the last uh, episode was pre or post Chinese spam. Hmm. Do, do you guys remember? What date was that? I forget. Uh, maybe Johnny will come back to us with some dates here, but uh, I think now we're about five hundred active, five hundred thousand active users on Oster, as per uh, Primo uh, uh, Dash there, and uh, you know things haven't broken. It's working. <laughs> it's kind of amazing. I don't. I don't believe these numbers. Five hundred thousand. No yeah, I, I do. I totally do. <laughs> I mean, he he screens it. It's through Primal.net, and he screens it based off oh, of Matt. 22 million pub keys. Matt, we're losing your vo your audio there. I think you need to turn off video. Your your upload uh, speed there is bad. I think we lost Odell. Did you lose me? Try again, Matt. Am I here? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, only only you. And whoever you believe in can uh, answer that question. Um, I was just saying that on Primal.net, he uh, he does some kind of screening. So it's, what, 22 million pub keys, but he says 500,000 active users. Yeah, th there is like a decent amount of like cleaning up there, I think. Uh, but regardless, I mean, point is, you know, like we, we were just recently, we were about like, say, 20,000 active and we went like, you know, say 200x. Uh, from it without counting this the spammer spammers like maybe the more sophisticated spammers are still being counted but well Nostra band says 15,000 high quality <laughs> there's no way it's 15,000 no way it's 15,000 no absolutely like, no way no really I, I only see I only see like 200 people so 
So the metric <laughs> I use is uh, I have a sneaky thing where every new sign up on Domus, they automatically follow the Domus account. So I know for <laughs> sure there's 208,000 208, people following the Domus, at least according to Nostra Band. Yeah. And in all honesty, like uh, leads from iOS are quite good. It's like China doesn't have the good click bots as they do with Android on iOS because they have to create an Apple account for each. And to create it now, an Apple account these days, you need credit cards and things. So, you know, it's it's a nice little... Uh, so what's the number of demos installations? I'm seeing like around 10,000 almost per week. So it's and it, I see like a constant stream of people coming in every day using through the welcome relay on the, the Nostra Wine. So it just seems like a constant stream. It's kind of hard to see to tell how active everyone is, but people are finding it organically, it seems. Yeah, you know, there there is no marketing team yet. Uh, <laughs> for Noster. So, so, okay. So, so let's, let's just sort of like split the difference and let's say that we have a quarter million active users, right? Like, I think everybody could sort of agree with that aside from Fiat Jeff. Is that right? Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, so, uh, you know, that, that's not, that's not immaterial, right? Like that, that's like, like real active use. I mean, do we know how many like active users Mastodon has like on on you know the reasonably large instances combined maybe like a million people? Yeah, I think it's up in the million range. There you go, and, and they've been around for what like ten years. Yeah. <laughs> so so things are moving, right? I mean, you know, like Blue Sky, I've tested. It was like crap. Um, <laughs> how many users do they have? I don't know, like. Probably like a few thousand. 50. Okay. <laughs> Did everyone see the blue uh, blue skies post? Uh, the CEO post from uh, Jay. That's hilarious. Right. Yeah. I mean, like you know, platforms like not platforms protocols. Right. Protocols don't have CEOs. Although I did ask uh, FiatF to uh, to remove somebody. I can't remember who. <laughs> I'm still waiting. And, and you don't need I didn't bite code to to use the protocol, right? The, the thing that happens to me every time someone like joins, they say, how do I get verified? I'm like, can you verify me? I'm like, no, I can't. <laughs> Sorry. No, people are so used to this idea that like, you know, they need to go beg somebody to be sort of like uh, certified as a, as a human being. <laughs> um, it's weird. Yeah. And so if you tell me people ask me like, oh, can you remove this person? I'm like, no, that's like, it's not the point. <laughs> I, I literally cannot. Sorry. I mean, apparently I can remove myself from Damos. That That has been... Proven to be possible. <laughs> yeah, I saw the other day uh, a comment line to to undelete your account from demos. So. And and, and uh, it was it was actually very scary uh, because you know like maybe like I'm like did I miss something? Is there a harakiri for keys? on the Nasser protocol that is like maybe undocumented NIP or something like that. You know, like I was not expecting it. Uh, and, and I couldn't like, you know, uh, BRB is in BRB mode still. And I couldn't, like, I didn't have my own relay to go like look at the raw data anywhere. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Yeah, I might just remove that check just because I feel like Apple's pretty chill lately. Like they don't really bother me much. So I could probably remove that check that doesn't let you log in if you delete your account. No, I, you know, I, I don't see any issues. It's fine. It just, it just, it's just, I guess, documenting it. But, you know, I, I totally get it too, right? You can't document because then Apple like 
might say, hey, uh, this doesn't actually do what you're claiming it does. Don't worry. They don't listen to this spot. Yeah. And I'm worried like one day Domus will just get so popular. And then, I mean, hopefully, I don't know. We'll see. But then I'll, have, I'll be under more scrutiny from Apple. So I'm wondering, like, should I keep these things that I that I put in for the review or should I remove them to make it easier for users? Yeah, I don't know. For right now, I'm just kind of keeping them. The, the way I look at it is like, because it doesn't affect the protocol and doesn't affect the person's keys, now that I know that, it, it all it's, a, it's sort of like a fair best effort in a way for you to sort of like prevent somebody to like being on the app by their own request. So it's kind of like, okay, in my view. Just operate under the assumption that Apple is going to fuck you many times, Will. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm being very defensive in, in, that, in that sense. So. Yeah, I think, I think that's a, it's a good way of going about it. So guys, uh, okay, so, so like the, the social media use of, of like Noster is definitely growing. And, you know, now I feel like we're sort of like in between hype cycles. So like it's, it's, it's growing, but growing slower. And, you know, we're going to explore more of that later uh, on the show. But what about the other uses? So, for example, you know, the bounty for for Substack replacement with the Abla.news. And, uh, and I'm really sorry to the other makers who made a few other alternatives to that. Like th- that was impressive to me. You know, the fact that you can just sort of like roll something out like that so quick. Even though, you know, theoretically it's possible to do all these things, but then like somebody just goes and like, you know, calls, you know, something, you know, week and it's like, boom. And, and then Pablo comes along with like another micro app that like adds highlighting to that, to long form right. stuff. And it's like, what the hell? So now I'm like, <laughs> it gives me ideas. I'm like, oh, now I can implement highlighting and long form in Domus because now there's all this data available. So just seeing that type of interaction between these micro apps and people building stuff is just, just incredible. To me, the intersection between between the data on the different on the different apps, the different use cases, is what like super excites me. Like the highlighter.com, I started calling it subworthy and became hated the name from the beginning. So I changed it to highlighter.com. And <laughs> I, I am your name consultant. Yeah, just like before subworthy, I had subword the and then it's like, oh it fuck, horrible. that sucks so much. <laughs> But but yeah, like the idea because I I first implemented uh, long form because I wanted to be able for people to be able to blow that post from from Avla and and then highlight from there and then because it's a it's a Nostra event you can interact with the highlight because it's a Nostra event so you can sap the highlight and then I thought oh fuck I can do splits on the highlights and if I know the end path of the author. I can do like splits all the way uh, to how the person interacted with the content all the way to the creator of that content. So whoever was in the way. So if I write something and then someone highlights it and then someone boosts it and that another person boosts that, like you can absolutely sap every single person in the way. It's like fucking mind blowing. Yeah, so I started thinking, can... fuck. I... Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. A lot of people are confused about Zapworthy. So maybe you can just give a high level explanation. Like what is, what is Zapworthy and like, why would you oh, want no, to Zapworthy it? does not exist anymore. It's called Highlighter. Yeah. Oh shit. Sorry. It's, yeah. Now, it, now it's <laughs> Highlighter. <laughs> highlighter. Sorry. I totally. Yeah. I, no, it, it, I like Zapworthy as a name. I just want to put that out there. Yeah. Wait, Matt, you, Matt. Matt buys bad domain. So don't listen to him. Highlighter is already as a product. I thought Highlighter was something, I thought Highlighter was something else actually. Now I'm, now I'm confused. <laughs> no, so highlighter. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> subworthy. I as I was using the name, I re- realized that I didn't like it that much. Uh, it it feels like it constrains the the product on on what it can be. 
uh, too much because ultimately what I was thinking is highlighter or subworthy or whatever you call it is I was thinking, okay, it's a Nostra client where you interact with the data that you care about the most because I've been like, a, you know, productivity uh, using Evernote and Rome research and whatever, Instapaper, like all this, all this stuff. And the thing is that whenever you switch from one to another, you, you lose everything you've, <laughs> you've done. And Nostra is absolutely perfect for that. So I'm thinking, okay, I actually want to start keeping everything that is digital, everything that is information natively within Nostr. And so I started building highlighter, like the highlighting part is cool because you can, I made an extension and you can go to medium.com or you can go to any website and then you can highlight something and it creates a Nostr event of that thing and it references the URL. Um, and then you can take that highlight with, you know, like it's an addressable, it has an ID. So you can do, like you can put it on list, you can, you can create comments, you can move it to a to-do to the to-dos if you if it's something that you need to read, for example. So it's a bit of a vague idea. I'm still like figuring out what it is, but the goal that I have in mind is this a mix, like replace Obsidian, replace Evernote, replace like all these things that are keeping your data in this non-interoperable way. How the hell did you get highlighter.com? That's a fucking great domain. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Someone gave it to me. Why it, <laughs> hasn't been taken? Now, now it's it's been taken it's been taken for years. So so DK, who is uh yeah, he's in in, in Australia all the time. DK, he used to have a company and the idea of the company was highlighting. So he bought that domain like fucking ages ago. <laughs> he's he's not using it anymore. It's like, you want the do this domain? I was like, yeah, I do want the domain, please. <laughs> oh, that's great. So so like one thing that sort of like always bothered me about trying to save notes and sort of like uh, trying to link notes within the Noster sort of universe has always been sort of like, why am I pasting a URL? <laughs> you know, I should be pasting a note ID that then the client's, go try to look on the relays that I'm part of for whatever content that is, and then try to display that as a preview of that in there. However, and then on top of that, when I go and I say, say, for example, I, I shared a note on Damas, right? Of a highlight, right? So there's a highlight there, but not using the highlight highlighter.com uh, URL. I'm just posting a note hacks, not hacks, but a back 32 note ID there. Now I, I made a new note with that note nested, right? And then when I go on snort.social, for example, and share that URL of that note on a note nested note into say Twitter, ideally I should, like that should resolve the, the two previews somehow and that, in my view, is like perfect use of this. Yeah, so this is doable and it's just a matter of implementing a viewer for each different note type. Like right now, when you post a, a note reference, usually by doing Nostra colon or doing at Nostra or at an event, um, it'll it'll try to create a preview. But yeah, not all events have, you know, have, has a render. So we can render notes pretty easily, but, you know, people are doing polls, people are doing other things. So it's just a matter of just implementing the uh, the viewer for all the different types. Is there like sort of some effort, I guess, into standardizing? I think it's too strong of a word, but like trying to come up with some sort of guidelines around like 
how how to render all these different notes because at the end of the day, most of them are going to be some form of text <laughs> and other stuff. <laughs> so like I'm thinking, hey, you know, like ideally it shouldn't be too hard, but famous last words. Yeah, but like most notes are not really like text of like zaps or um, polls or you know, highlights that you definitely need a custom render for each one of those things. Cause most of the time the content, if you just render it as text, it just won't look right. It'll be confusing for users. And that's what I, I even found when I had, um, when Thomas had kind 42, which is like the chat messages, I had actually just put them in your feed and people were like, didn't realize they're interacting with the chat room when they replied to it. <laughs> it was just way <laughs> too confusing. So yeah, I think there's a, you need special UI support for each, each note. One thing I did for Substar, which is the, the music player that I was working on a few days ago, uh, was, the, the content of each track, so of, of each song, can be rendered. If you render the content, it will be something that makes sense. And it includes a link to the, to the, the bet 32 of the, of the event. So if you, if you render that, it kind of makes sense. Fiat <laughs> Chef, uh, I think it was yesterday that he was uh, he commented on a song because I added like a, the capability to to chat about the song that you're listening, and <laughs> he was on Substar and he commented on on a song saying, "Is this Lana Del Rey?" <laughs> and that appeared with like zero context. I, I, was, trying, <laughs> I was trying to test the thing, and I, I have to write something here, so <laughs> I didn't expect it to be to become this. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so, you're, what do you think you should do on that case? I, I I don't know. I think it's hard hard problem to solve. I was thinking you should prepend the content with with a reference, a readable reference, so all clients can display that. You know, like the way that the legacy web did this is by you know you guys are familiar with Open Graph, right? And Open Graph, it's in all its shittiness, does resolve the problem, which is like for for, you know, like within reason, right? But it does provide a canonical sort of like solution for most clients to at least preview the stuff, right? They might not know how to like maybe suck that content and actually show it. Say, for example, like a zap poll, right? Maybe the poll itself you can't render because it's more complex stuff. But maybe that poll has some text metadata on it that is a part of the, the actual event that then can get displayed saying, this is a poll about whatever. Do you know what I mean? Or, or this is a zap poll. <laughs> just, just something so that like, you're not just seeing like random empty or, or however, like, you know, a client sort of falls back to an error. I, I, cause this is only going to get bigger, right? Like as people come up with like crazier and crazier shit to display, we're not going to have, like, you know, even a way of finding out what it is half the time. I so. think it's important to, to, to address it as soon as possible because one thing that I've started to see is because when, when your, your event kind is, is non-recognizable but most client that most people are use, you lose the discoverability that Nostr gives you for free, which is so, so awesome, right? And one, one thing that, uh, that Wavelake did, the, uh, the, the Web, WebUp, um, WebUp? Yeah, the, the music player, the one that looks like, a, like an iPod uh, or whatever it looks like, what they did is they, when they create a track, they create the track and at the same time, they create a kind one with a link to the, to the, to the app on the, with the track, right? So in that sense, and then when you sub a track, you're actually subbing the kind one. When you comment on, on a track, you're actually commenting on the kind one, which means that non-kind one events with content 
are kind of like second-class citizens, which I think it's 100% the wrong direction. So I actually just thought of a solution to this, and it's like, while you guys were talking. <laughs> so the only way I can think about doing it, we could actually just use Open Graph itself. So it's a bit centralized, yeah. but um, imagine if there's a website that has a huge database of all the different kinds, and it, and it actually rendered an Open Graph preview for that, for that kind. And then, so if I, if I see a kind that I don't recognize, I can simply put the, that link, which is maybe it's like kinds.lol slash, and then the kind number, and it would open, generate an open graph preview for, for that kind. Uh, that's it, that, that might work. Yeah. We could actually just do it within Noster, where you query your followers, sorry, your, your follow list, your contact list, you query how, like apps that they've registered to handle a kind. And then you can query via that kind. That is too complex, I think. I like I like William's idea. We could have a bunch of these websites. But but then you, you, you need like you need to render websites. You you need to render HTML. Well, I mean a lot of the clients have the, the open graph preview software. Yeah, that is very complex. So maybe there's like a simpler Yeah, yeah we well, should introduce that requirement, I think. Maybe I mean but what if, what if we just edit a line, like another sort of like maybe another entry to some of those NIPs? that have like their just defined description or defined title. So for example, for long form notes, right? Which is like a very good sort of easy hanging fruit, low hanging fruit there of like a, a type that, you know, you may not know exactly how you want to render it. But like, if you just have like, okay, so this is the title. This is a description, right? You don't need to go read the actual full notes to try to summarize it for display. Yeah, I mean, there could be a, a nip that just says, you know, in the subject tag, add a description for this, just for clients that don't have that mm -hmm. implemented. It might bloat a lot of notes, but I don't know, maybe it's a good idea. I mean, for, for long notes, I mean, you're talking about already like, you know, 3,000, 5,000 words anyways. <laughs> so like, it's not going to be that like the extra line, right? That, and it could be very useful to have a title. So I'm definitely adding a custom uh, renderer for long form notes because I think it's like so important. It's like if we want to replace yes. Substack. So what I'm thinking of is just instead of showing just obviously like a, a truncated version of the, the top half of the or maybe the first paragraph, I might just actually the first thing you see is a title and like number of words and the author. And that's the first thing you see in your feed. And then you can click it and then it opens up to a regular thread. Um, but or, and, and, and it's going to have markdown inline images and stuff. So that one's definitely worth adding custom support for. I just want to say I like the idea of having a fallback, so clients don't have to implement everything. Clients can implement what they want, but they can they're free to not implement what they don't want, and they they still see something that makes some sense. Yeah, I like. And that. then they can they they can just show oh, this is a long long form thing, and a link to open it somewhere else on the browser or something if they want. I will just say from a user point of view. If we don't get to the point where it's just a single client where you can view both the short form and the long form, then I would consider that a failure, right? Like it'd be nice to just have a single client. You just see the post and you can interact with it in that same client. Yeah, Domus is going to have this in like a week. Like that's how easy it is to add these things. So I don't think we should have a single client. If, if you strive for that, you, you want a single client that does everything. And then there's only one team that is capable of maintaining that client and then that single client will control the protocol and start to ban people. So I think we should no, keep, I, <laughs> maybe should. 
etiquette. I don't mean it people. like that. You should be able to use. Yeah. You mean just for the long form and short form stuff? Yeah, exactly. If I'm reading content, if I'm reading text content, I don't really like. Why are we even basing it off of like the idea of like character restrictions was a Twitter platform restriction, right? Um, like if I write 600 words in a blog post versus writing 300 words in a quote unquote short form, like why should my readers have two different clients to view that content in? Well, you shouldn't write 300 words in a short post, right? Like th this is ultimately the issue, right? Like. Twitter experience, right? That form of social media is defined by the microblogging 140 characters they had initially, right? It defines the conversation too. It defines the mood, it defines everything. Like, I'm not like going to go into is it good or bad kind of issue, which kind of, you know, has both issues. But, but like, it, it's nice if we can, you know, not have people write, you know, for example, I, I posted the whole list episode. <laughs> As a as a nose on demos, I think he almost crashed the client on desktop, and uh, just to see what happens, right? And I don't know, yeah, like you're a fucking hypocrite, exactly. But I did it on purpose. <laughs> but maybe the idea is like once apps have a better sort of UX for like trying to help the user make better posting decisions, right? Like these things will sort themselves out. So, like for example, if I post in the input box on demos, you know over 500 words, Dama suggests, may I post this for you? Or don't even ask the user, but you post that for the user as a long form text and maybe you pop up a window and say, would you like to give it a description? Have you been checking out our backlogs? This is exactly what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. No, I don't. There's too much backlog and too many applications. <laughs> but no, that's awesome. Yeah, so there's this contention between, you know, in some sense we built you know, Domus is this relatively large code base now that can handle lots of different things. It's really good at rendering different notes. It's very efficient at pulling down notes. So, you know, there's like this, like this desire, like, like it's so much, it's so easy to add these like extra notes, that, you know, that people are adding. So that is kind of a risk because now we're turning Domus into some, some sense like a web browser. And we, we saw with the web, it got way too complicated and adding like all these different features. So maybe we can get to a, a place where one day, you know, it's easy just to spin up new iOS apps, for instance, with different note types. We're not there yet. But for now, yeah, it's just so easy to add different note types. And it's like, why not kind of thing? But, you know, it's, I don't think Domus will ever be the best like DM client. Like I would love to see like a standalone DM client. Well, I don't think Nostra can do DMs. <laughs> like at least now with the current technology. <laughs> well, there was that that app Seer that the guy was working on. Yeah, what happened to that? It yeah. was very good, very good app for, for DM. But he said he got demotivated because so many people trashing on Deep four. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, the, the problem is like you know, without forward secrecy, like you don't you don't want to do DMs, right? Because if you leak your keys, then then like all your DMs are like now public and searchable too. Like I, I unless you have like a private relay or something. Like I, I don't know. It's it's not my my preferred solution. The other day I was suggesting that maybe we do OTR or something uh, for DMs between clients, and then. And then stick that inside a NIP4 message. I just kind of treat my DMs as public. And then yeah. it's just like a way that people can privately message me in private conversation. But I never try to put like like keys in there or anything. Right. Your phone number. You yeah. know, like, oh, find me on Signal. Uh, I don't want to put my phone number there because 
I'll usually be like, here's my signal number if you really want to do this stuff, other stuff, right? But What about the issue of just with DMs not knowing if the person has received your DM? I mean, if, if whatever relay you shared is having connection issues or something like that, it shows as shown and is sent in the client, but like you don't know if they've even recept- received it. I kind of like that because... I like, like that, yeah. Yeah, like on Telegram is horrific. It's like you have all this like people who contact you and like, you know, like it gets out of control and you don't want to answer everybody or you don't have like physical capability of answering everybody. But on on Telegram, it shows like when you have received it and two, you have read it. Like So like it becomes very impolite not to answer. While on last year, I essentially gave up, right? I don't use DMs. Like it's like, nope. Yeah, I don't use, I don't use it. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I just, I use DMs a lot. It's kind of like that. I'm just trying to like use Nostra as much as possible. And, you know, if, if it's not good, then I kind of forces me to make it better, like dog fooding. But yeah, DMs are definitely the, the the very horrible part of the protocol right now. Wait, so to just to be clear, NBK's concern with Telegram is that it's too reliable. That's the issue. Well, it has no privacy on your read receipt. See, at least on other apps it used to be that you can turn off read receipt, right? And it goes both ways. If you turn it off, people cannot, you don't see people's read receipt either, which for me is a great trade-off, right? Also, I don't think that clients should know if I read it or something or not. Like it feels invasive. <laughs> like it's not right. Yeah. read. I don't know. Like read receipts are very weird pattern. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Yeah. Fuck read receipts. But you should still yeah. know that it got delivered. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, you can't do that without read receipts. But that's up to the client choosing on which relay to post. And if your relay is using the right, you know, if you're DMing X, you should know where to post for X. Um, it should not just post on, okay, I write to these relays always. So I'm just going to write this DM to this person that never checks these relays. I mean, that's easily solvable. Yeah, to get delivery receipts, you would need the client to send a note that says, I, del- I received this, which is yes. like, would be really weird and very spammy. So I don't know how that would work. <laughs> well, it's just like, well, it's kind of similar to the Zaps problem, right? With, uh, with has it gotten paid or not? But anyway, so, so like, I'm not going to let this go. So how do you guys feel about OTR as a means of having a, a better privacy on DMs? What is OTR? Do you mean OMIMO, which is like the modern version of OTR? Yeah, sure. I, I'm still stuck on on uh, on on twenty year old technology, but can you explain to me in, in very brief briefly what's that? <laughs> it's just a. I know a, a little about the <laughs> double hatchet thing for Signal, but what is OTR in comparison? It's like a very similar thing to that, as far as I know. It's just done differently. You share a nonce, right? And then, like, and then essentially now you have a handshake, and and you can use that going forward. Uh, and you can also rotate that if you need to. And that's that's it. Like it's it's just an ephemeral key. Um, it, it's 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 like it makes it ultra easy, right, for you to coordinate and uh, and move forward on the forward secrecy. I think there's a lot of proposed versions, like Nostra versions of these protocols. Um, I, I know there's like what like four pull requests via Jaff of like DM proposals. Yeah, there are hundreds probably. And they all do, yeah. I stopped it. I've stopped it reading. Yeah, they all they all like that. I, I was using ephemeral keys. And I don't like any of them because I think it's important for the relays to know who is spamming them. Like who is who is trying to store stuff here in some oh, some but, way. So no, if but you, hang on a second. On my proposal here, the this is just client to client. It has nothing to do with Noster. So 
you, what you do essentially, you, you pass the handshake over a note, right? As a DM, as an encrypted DM to, to, the, to the receiver. And the receiver's client uses that OTR handshake. And then that's it, right? Like th there is no extra notes or anything. Now you're just essentially putting encrypted blob inside a encrypted note. It's just that like- I see, I see. You're, yeah. I see. You're, you're doing a, another round of encryption that is safer. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Maybe that works. I think all most of the proposed solutions are for uh, hiding the metadata when you're chatting. Yeah, because yeah, that, that's the other problem too, right? You, yeah. you, you leak your social graph. I have a really hacky but totally secure way of doing DMs, uh, which I've, <laughs> I've considered doing in Domus. And it's the stupid, it's like the, the dumbest thing, but it actually works really well. I have, a, I have a concept called a private zap. And the way that it works is um, it just encrypts the author and the comment inside of the zap. So basically it's a way of sending a completely private DM that like no one can really know. There, it's not completely private. Like you can try to do some analysis on the, the relays within the zap to try to, to fingerprint it. But other than that, you can't see that it was a DM from someone. So I've been, I've been considering it. It's, it's so dumb, but it's just like an easy way to just put a super- Because who yeah. publishes the note is the, the zap service. Zapper, yeah. So like Zapper is yeah. acting like a proxy uh, <laughs> <laughs> DM. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you're you're using lightning as the as as the it's, carrier. It's dumb, right? but it's like, like it works. I don't know. No, it's nothing wrong with that. But but that's still that's still an issue if you lose your keys, right? If you lose your keys, now all that is public to the person who has the keys. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For secrecy, as far as I know, I don't think it's a solved problem on Ostrich because ultimately it relies on something that's got done out of band to generate an ephemeral key, and then I don't know. So if you log into another client, you wouldn't be able to see the messages. But but maybe that's okay. I don't know. Well, I, I mean, like clearly, there is like a lot of, there is a lot of like DMing clients out there, right? That kind of solve that problem. So, like, it's it's it feels like a little bit out of scope for Noster to fully solve that problem. Like, do you know what I mean? Like the the Noster thing is more like a protocol, sorry, a more like a broadcast kind of protocol as opposed to like trying to have like secret messaging with people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. So, so William, do you think you would have implemented DMs if there were no DMs in, in Braille? I probably wouldn't have, no. So, yeah, this is all my fault. It is your <laughs> fault, Phil. <yeah. laughs> Honestly, so much is I, in Dama still because of Bronley, like the, um, the relay list and the contact list. <laughs> I haven't even changed that. It's just like a Bronley <laughs> artifact. <laughs> yeah, what about the verified thing for new five? I think I'm I'm in fault for that too. I'm trying to repeat here. And yeah, I I actually <laughs> didn't implement nib zero five for the longest time because I didn't believe in it. You know, I do like it. It's like it's a nice way for you to have like an out of bound verification of something. So like you know, I do own the domain. Therefore, like what I don't like is all these websites that sell space. Namespace <laughs> on their domains. Like that, that kind of defeats the purpose completely, in my opinion. Like, So I, I have a really interesting thing from this morning. So I was talking about this and someone messaged me because I was like, I'm going to remove the badge. You know, there's like a badge, a verification badge, because I'm so tired of getting that question. Like, how do I get verified? So I'm like, OK, I'm going to remove the badge from it. The, they're like, you can't remove the badge. I paid for that. I'm like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I have to actually think about that now. I'm like. Like, what do That's I do? Because <laughs> I'm going to get really pissed off if I remove right that because they paid for it, right? I'm like, oh, shit, I guess so. <laughs> oh, man. People are so conditioned, eh, to like, to, to sort of like be owned. It's weird. 
Well, I think I think when I implemented the badge, I think it was like a tongue-in-cheek thing. I didn't expect it to people to believe it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people really like to be verified. They they really crave it. I think they just love badges. Like you just put a fucking badge. It could be anything, and people like they're like, I want it. Like I added a badge for badges. only zaps. Like if you if you switch to only zaps mode on your profile, and it like puts a little badge. Wasn't there a project like a website for people to create badges or something like just recently? Yeah, badges the page. Yeah. 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 The reach I did that. Ah, it's like we're trying to free you. <laughs> you know, like people don't want to be free. They just want a better sell. <laughs> you know, like it's. I like that. I think it's very interesting. Yeah, yeah. I have nothing against badges. Like I probably will add it to Damas eventually, but we'll see. I think the only badge I have ex like exposed in my profile is friend of uh, Sondre. <laughs> like it's the first badge someone awarded me <laughs> just for <laughs> testing and that's it. Okay, so the DMing part, we sort of like, you know, agree that there's no sort of perfect solution and it's also like maybe not yet and it's a bit out of scope, but it is very useful, right? So you know, you start a conversation with somebody there, maybe you want to confirm something, you want to share something that, it, you know, shouldn't be public. Having that on the same app is quite nice. But also, I don't know, maybe Signal finally launches Signal without phone numbers and people can just use that. What are like functions that like we must solve with Noster? Like, so, so there's a Substack case, there is the ghost blog case, it's great. Also a bounty that people did claim what are there sort of like maybe low-hanging fruit things that Nasser could resolve right now? I think the biggest thing is not even like what we should add is what we shouldn't break. You know, so this is like a, a, <laughs> a drama thing recently in the past couple of days, which is, you know, Vitor like basically broke images in post. So now whenever someone does not post on Amethyst with an image, it just, I can't see the Damas. So, and he was like, well, you need to implement this new NIP. I'm like, well, no, I don't want to. I don't think it's a good idea. So now we're in this situation where like everyone has a, is now can't have a consistent image experience on Nostra. And that is like, I saw that as like an existential threat to Nostra. Because if we keep doing shit like this and then all images are broken and all cl clients, it's going to be a horrible experience for users. So I'm really passionate about like protecting at least like things that you should just not break, like images, right? <laughs> like you can, you can add random shit like pull is fine, but don't break shit. It's going to be hard, right? Because this is not like a, like like Bitcoin, where you have a single source of truth, everybody has to agree to the nth degree on consensus or <laughs> you fork off, right? Like, you know, if you decide to change the Satoshi kind of issue there, like you're gone, right? So I don't think it's possible actually to like enforce anything on Nostra in that sense. Do we find consensus by having a, a tighter knit community and some norms that you get shunned off the island as a friend, at least for the next sort of couple of years as this gets bootstrap? Or do we add, I don't know, like stronger guidelines or or some other things like essentially like you force people to break things so they don't? Like you you make like stricter clients or or relay rules, right? So that like you really have to respect the spec. How how do you guys feel about that? Lots of shit is gonna get broken. <laughs> yes. I don't see any other way. I would say there's some soft pressure on like a user point of view, especially as more content creators come to Noster and get censored other places because they will get less engagement. They'll get less discovery if whatever client they're using to publish something breaks on like popular clients that people are reading things on where their audience is. And there'll be soft pressure there where they will want to use publishing clients that don't necessarily break the majority of standards so that they have better discovery. 
yeah, I think I think when the when the protocol gets slightly bigger, there will be no way for some client to come come and implement something that breaks everything. And so that client would fix itself or no one is going to use it. But for now, I think it's, it's, everything is still too fragile. And for example, the, the thing that Vitor did, it could be that that could be true outcomes. Like maybe people stopped using him, like his client and, and move to other clients or he could convince everybody. Like he, he was trying to convince William yesterday, which I find very weird. Like he was, he was saying, oh, can you implement this? Like we agree between our two that we, you implemented. And then if, if, if the two implement it, it becomes, it becomes mandatory for, for everybody. So it just creates, creates a burden on everybody else. Yeah, yeah. It was like, he was asking me to basically just be extremely rude to every other Nostra client by like banding together and forcing all this work on everyone else. I'm like, no, I'm not, this is like not good behavior. Like we should be trying to maintain backwards compatibility. And the thing that bugged me the most was like doing the backwards compatible version was incredibly easy. He could have just like kept the URLs there and still used like the reference to the other note, but he refused to even do that. So I was like, to me, I just started to get like, like, like Bcash vibes where it's like, no, this is better. We're in a better direction. <laughs> we're going to, we're going to hard fork and this is going to be a better Bitcoin. And I'm like, dude, like this creeped me out. I don't know. So <laughs> yeah, for, for me that I, I, I run a lot of, uh, I wrote a lot of clients and now in no way, whenever no, there's that's a, not true. <laughs> <laughs> and then now with this breaking change for me, it's now I have to go back for something that was working before. And I have to go and update all of them. <laughs> like there is no freaking way I can do that. You know, inertia is a bitch, right? Like inertia is is a total bitch when it comes to protocols and rules. Like, you know, it, it's very hard for you to want to steer the ship in a different direction when people have to put a lot of work, you know, to change their thing because you want something. Yeah, and I, I'm pretty bad at this because I do have like the biz, biggest client, and I just like I like to implement new things and. But I, I try not to force other people to like change stuff. I think the biggest one that was kind of annoying was the new the new mention spec, which in some sense yeah. broke mentions for a lot of people. But I was like, well, I'll implement it anyway, just because it actually fixes a lot of issues and DMs and stuff. So it was worth implementing it. But that was actually kind of like a hard fork too, and it was kind of awkward. Yeah, so uh, I'm sorry about that. For I think, me, that broke a lot of shit. <laughs> I think it was bad, but I think. I don't know. It was worth it, I think. I think it was worth it. I think the other one is, is worth it. I think it's worth it because the, the way we were doing mentions before sucked so much. It was so dumb. The original way was horrible. So Yeah, and this horrible. one is better. Like a new client can come and they don't have to implement mentions and the thing kind of worked. Like you still have the, the content there in the notes. Yeah, and it's weird to have like that like hashtag bracket zero and you're like, what the fuck's this? Yeah. Like, hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... You know, like this, this sort of like uh, like human kind of politicking is never going to go away, right? That's normal. That's the default. Let Let me say something here. I I don't, I don't want to just to, to trash Vitor here. I I don't think he did it. Or like he wasn't trying to be evil. I think he misunderstood the purpose of of the NIP ninety four, and then he implemented it, and then everybody came crashing at him, so he became defensive. So uh, yeah, yeah, and and a lot of people gave me like, oh, you're being mean to Vitor. I'm like. I don't know. I just like this is kind of like what devs do if they're like if there's some contentious <laughs> All issue. The time. <laughs> so I think it's just it's like you broke my shit. I'm gonna go blame. Listen, it's called git blame for a reason. Yeah. So I was just like I just feel like I was doing an appropriate amount of being upset at him online for what he was doing, and I'm just trying to yeah pressure him my own way to push back a bit because 
it just felt like it was really hurting Nostra. And I don't, you know, we all just want Nostra to get better. So, but I have nothing against Vitor. Like, I think he's fine. Like, I, I just feel uncomfortable when he's pushing these things and, and not backing off. So, you know, but as I was saying, like, you know, it's normal, right? For, and, and that's the natural sort of uh, intuition that people are going to have is like, hey, I have this thing that I really want to see happen, right? I'm going to go talk to the guys that I'm already friends with on their DMs and see if I can get them to buy in. Right. To then sort of try to get a bigger group to buy in to then get an idea out. Right. Especially when it's a protocol that everybody has to agree because you're trying to achieve a majority thing. Right. So like expect that. And, and, and you know, it's not that people are evil or anything. It's just how that's that's how you get a new standard added or or improved. And then if people don't like it, they're going to go shit on you on, on GitHub. That's also how it's done. <laughs> it's just that I find it like civilians, like like people who don't work in software like you're just not used to like the different kind of like decorum and like absolute tear down that that you do when you don't like something and and that's why software is so efficient right like we removed a lot of the the social sort of uh, uh niceties around feedback and, and and sort of like how you how you collaborate on something. It's just like, no, this is bad. <laughs> Not like, hey, how was your day? Oh yeah, the weather is so bad. And also, by the way, I really don't like, you know, how you implemented this, right? Like you just cut all the craft out and get shit done. What's interesting interesting about Nostra is like most of the time you can just let people do whatever the hell they want. Cause you get, there's so many different kinds, they can experiment, but kind one has become a battleground because we all use it. And when people start messing with it, it you know, it's, it's a war. So like, if you start messing with a kind, kind one, we're going to, it's going to be a battle. So I think that's, you just got to get used to that if, if you want to extend kind one. So, you know, and, and another hand too, it's like, this is the time to also experiment, right? Because it's still small. There's very few clients and you know, like it's early. So <laughs> it's kind of like a hard thing to, a hard balance to find. So, okay. So, what what uh, what other sort of uh, uh, new sort of nips or kinds or other little specs that that should be on people's radars? I mean, it's not really a spec, but the other thing that caused controversy, I'm sure people want to be, to hear about it, is the the whole only zaps thing. Um, so when so I pushed this, all it was was like a, a flag on your profile that. Uh, <laughs> That says, you know, reactions. It just it's just a Boolean flag. Reactions false. And what that what that originally did was like disable the ability for other people to like like your post. And <laughs> this was so surprising for me. But like I got so much hate for like removing someone's ability to like a post, even if that person will never see the like. There's just some weird social thing where it's like, I don't know. So I found that really fascinating. Just the fact that so many people got upset about that. So I had to like backpedal and like re-add the like button for for people who have only zaps. There was a. There was a large platform, I can't remember if it was Twitter or Facebook, one of those big ones actually like was experimenting no likes on a subset of the users for a while. Do you guys remember which one it was? And it was kind of like a catastrophe. <laughs> uh, it just didn't work. Well, I remember Jack saying that he wanted to remove it from, from Twitter. There was no, there was some platform that did it. I can't, I can't remember which one it was. But yeah, I'd, I'd be all for it. Once, once uh, the clients have native Lightning wallet in them, for small amounts, mm -hmm. then I'm okay just because man, opening a wallet to send a zap is so yeah, annoying. It's annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. Which is why I think once we have net 47 and uh, so I, I haven't added it yet to Damas because um, I want like wallet to Hoshi or some big provider to have it so that all the users can use it. But that is the, that thing's amazing if, if no one really knows what that is, but I'm excited for no, that. Explain one. it. Explain yeah. the Nostra wallet connect. 
It was a pretty genius idea. So before this existed, I was thinking of all the different ways you might want to connect to a remote wallet. Um, like there's a bunch of ones that exist natively on Lightning, such as Commando for Core Lightning. That's my favorite thing. I use that all the time. Uh, I've written a, like a Lightning app that uses Commando, and it's just a way of like doing RPC over Lightning, um, which gets around VPNs and Tor and stuff. So I love that approach. Obviously, it's just you need to run a, a Core Lightning node, and it's complicated. So that wasn't going to work. So there's another one called LNC, which allows you to remotely connect to which is Lightning Node Connect, I think. It allows you to connect to LND nodes remotely. And this is a way to, you know, if you want to click that button on Domus to like pay to zap, it could just like tell your node remotely to do that, right? So the other option is to, let's say, you know, put a Lightning Wallet in the client. So this has issues because now you're like a bank if you're running a custodial node. Or maybe you could use something like Breeze SDK, which is a way of doing it non-custodial, uh, non-custodially, but it's like requires LSPs and it's like it's complicated. So there, there's this, uh, this thing came along called NIP47, which is amazing. It's just a way of doing paying invoices over Nostra. So the way that it works is imagine if you have like your Core Lightning node, your LND node, your Wallet Satoshi node, and it's just listening for commands from your from your pub key to pay an invoice. So any any Nostra client can implement this. And, it, and so when you click that button on Domus, it can just send a, a note over Nostra to pay that invoice. And that's it's just so simple and it works for every backend. So it's just an obvious- That's pretty similar yeah. to how like Zeus works, right? So Zeus essentially supports all those, not, not this specific one, but- all this sort of like over lightning node, lightning node control, which is great, right? Like you don't, you have a dumb client for the wallet too, with maybe less security or whatever. And the master wallet or node can have like uh, some proper payment threshold, say, you know, don't spend, you know, we all have lightning problem, like a, a zap problem. So don't let uh, NVK spend more than a hundred thousand sats per day. <laughs> and, and, you know, like, and what's kind of cool about that is that you get all this sort of like HSM policies for free on, on something like this. Yeah. And, and the big issue with um, the other solutions other than NIP 47 is that a lot of the time you have to like open up fire, uh, ports on your firewall or like with the LNC case, you don't, cause it's a little bit, they have, they have the mailbox server, which is acting like a relay. So it's kind of like, um, doing what we're trying to do with Net47, but you know, with with Net47, it's just like you know, your client is connected to the some relay, and then the the wallet is connected to that relay as well. So it's creating like a, basically a firewall by bypass, like inherently built in. So you get that. So it like works everywhere. And then you have an another benefit, which is it's you can make it easy as like a QR code you can put on your node and scan it, and then it will just connect and it'll just work. So it has so many good like UX pros and so many good like compatibility with all the different backend pros. So I think that's just going to be the way to go for most Nostra clients. Yeah, 100%. I'm adding uh, Wallet Connect, uh, N47 to, to NDK, which means that all my apps now have wallet support, which to me, because I'm doing like many micro apps, the, the wallet part was always like super painful. Like people were asking me to add SAPs to SAPLife so people could go to saplife.lol and SAP from there. And I started looking at it. I was like, holy shit, I'm not going to have like support for LND and for Wallets of Satoshi or all this shit. Like, no way. But now with, with uh, Nip47, like, I, I get it for free, basically. Fiat. I, I was going to ask if you run a, a service that, that provides lightning, like Wallets of Satoshi or Zebedee, you can have just a, a WebSocket interface listening for events and people will treat that as a relay. The wallets will just send an event to that and then you you just discard it, pay the do whatever it's it's telling you to do, pay the invoice, and then discard that. You don't have to be an actual relay. Does that work? Yeah, but then you have the firewall problem. No, I mean if you're if you're a, a service provider, um, a custodial Oh, okay. Yeah. It sounds like you're just saying what it is. I don't know, I'm confused. 
<laughs> I mean, isn't that you, what you do? You, no, yeah, but you have to specify exactly. I, I'm asking because I didn't read it very carefully. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, in the, in the QR code, <laughs> there's like a wait. Um, it has the relays that you want to connect to. So you specify a very custom relay there. It's yeah. just you. Or it could be. I think it could be multiple. But yeah, usually what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my private relay on my VPN so that no one will even see these messages. But that's just one way to do it. Okay, that's very good. Very good. Yeah. Yeah. The the other alternative to that was to use something like the was the Breeze SDK thing. BD, uh, how do they call it? Anyways, they they created a sort of like a, uh, a way for you to stick. Yeah, Breeze. Yes, Breeze created some some sort of like SDK for you to just stick their wallet inside other apps, and that would already connect to their LSPs. And anyway, it's just so much more convoluted. This is this is so much better and easier because you know a lot of the the people developing for Noster clients would be probably web devs too, which. You know they're they're not going to have the the skill set to to stick all the stuff in safely too, which has always been a little bit of a concern, at least to me. Okay, so another cool one that maybe that will definitely have a tie in with this is the is the Nostra Marketplace, like the Nip fifteen and and you know, and you don't even need to use Nip fifteen to do marketplace marketplace stuff. It's just one nice way of doing it. I I, I think that you know once we start seeing like the Craigslist for for Nasser that uh, the Anana and what's the name Pablo Ananaster Ananaster it's actually very good UX there by the way it really works uh, surprisingly Thank you. and uh, you know like I think the explosion of marketplaces is like sort of like imminent and is gonna bring like a, a huge amount of users to Nasser because they're gonna come to do either like the very dumb type of thing, which is just like, say, a post on a Craigslist slide thing. So it's just an offer, right? All the way to like some, you know, like DGEN, high frequency DLC contract <laughs> with, with like Noster notes on, on some website that I never want to go to. So like, I, I can see how like this stuff is going to really start to accelerate as soon as we have like one sort of like solution out there that has a right market fit uh, for something that you can't do well somewhere else. Anyways, like I think this is about to happen. Like how, how do you guys like are feeling out this, this, the whole sort of like using Noster as a, as a market? Yeah. I think feeder is actually adding this. He was talking recently about adding it, but I, I just find now it's like, if we're going to be adding marketplaces to these, to our mobile apps, it's getting, the complexity is getting really high. I like the idea, but I really feel like it might be a standalone app. Um, I'm not sure I'll, I'll add it to Damas. Maybe, maybe Damas will become like the everything app, but yeah, it is starting to get lots to add all these features because our marketplaces are pretty complex. So yeah, but like Damas can still like, for example, say I posted, you know, like a, an, an offer to, to fucking sell an ordinal on some website, right? How dare like, you? Exactly. I will never sell uh, the one that I have. <laughs> but so, so let's say like, you know, somebody, some DJ out there wants to sell their ordinal on whatever website that uses Noster markets, right? Like somehow, whichever implementation they end up doing. But like they could still share their offer on Damas. That is like the note ID for that marketplace offer on Damas saying, hey guys, my shit is for sale here, right? Like go there to coordinate and do things. Like that, that should be straightforward, ideally. Yeah, so would you like buy the thing with Zaps? Like how does that work? So it's just like a link to a marketplace entries. Well, I, I think the... 
how you do the payment coordination uh, is going to depend on, on what people are selling and how. Like, I, I don't, I think like there's going to be marketplaces specialized in doing ordinals with PSBTs, right? And what they're going to do is they're going to, you know, and they could still use Nostra for that. And then you're going to have other marketplaces that are just like Craigslist, like Pablo did, where you're going to have just somebody posting, hey, uh, please take, buy my barbecue. I'm going to, you know, I need to sell my grill, right? And and people may not even pay over Nostra, right? They just might meet in person and give cash. Like It's so, more for like interoperability, like between the like liquidity. I guess you wouldn't even call it liquidity, but like the 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 different marketplaces, right? Like if you're selling a desk on one app, all these other apps that support the the protocol spec should be able to to see that you're selling the desk there and potentially buy it from you. Yeah, it's more about advertising your offer outside of the trading platform. Let's put it this way. Yeah, to me, the, the key is that if we keep expecting, I mean, it goes back to what we were saying before, but if we keep expecting that each non-kind one event will have a replica kind one pointing to this other event, it, to me, it feels, I mean, maybe kind of 180 is special and that's why it gets the number one. Uh, but but it, it feels like non-kind one events start to become second-class citizens because they are not within the app that uh, most people are, are, are using. Or I, I don't know, I think it, it, it starts to suffer discoverability. Is that a bad thing? I, I don't think it's a bad thing. I think so, yeah. Why not? Well, because say, for example, your offer note, it's like some complex DLC or whatever, and it has no metadata on it. Like you might leverage note kind one in say Damos to say, hey, I have this complex DLC thing sitting in this other NOST event that like it may not have metadata there for people to understand what it is or, or to advertise it. Does that make any sense? No, no, it does. It does make sense, and, and yeah, maybe for the DLC example, where the the event itself might be like super complex to parse, uh, but maybe there is some way in which each event can downgrade to like like something that can be displayed as a text one and then handled by something else, you know, like a, a different app, and then Damos or Amethyst can handle the the other part, hand it off to something else, but display the event natively, display the event in a way that it makes sense. That's what we were discussing in the beginning, right? Of having like a subject yep. tag yep. that you can display yep. even if you don't know what that, that note is, something like that. <laughs> I was just going to yep. say that's the arc, right? Yeah. We go back to <laughs> having yeah. metadata for people to discover things. It, it's it's not like a, an easy answer either, right? It's like, yes, we don't want to have bloat and duplication, but at the same time, having canonical information on notes that don't have canonical content might be might be interesting. I think it's we should be very careful about like making it a common pattern to put other events in kind one as a reference cuz like it's a bad user experience and then you can't filter it out as easy, easily like that's why I never I so I did implement quote repos in uh Damas as kind one but I don't I almost regret it because of that cuz like maybe it should have been its own kind like the repos kind I don't know, just because it just, yeah, it's, it sucks when you open up a, a text one post and you can't load what's in it. It's just like a bad experience. Yeah, there is a lot of empty, <laughs> like <laughs> empty quote, quote notes, empty inside. Like, you know that there is something inside, but it's not there because I think you don't have access to that relay. Yeah. And I mean, obviously the worst version of this is NIP94, which is like embedded images. <laughs> it's like, but yeah, but there's been other things where people quote, quote post a, a poll, right? So it's like, well... 
I guess I could just put like unknown kind, but it's still a bad experience. Okay, so so like so I don't know. Like, have you guys seen aside from Pablo's uh, Anana Anana Noster? <laughs> Anana Noster. <laughs> Anana Noster. What is this? What is this? What is this? I don't know what this is. It's a Craigslist. That's, that's Craigslist. Like a, one that's of great. the first projects I wrote. Is, uh, yeah, it's a Craigslist. Why does it have that name? Such a weird name. <laughs> I don't know. I I literally was writing it. I looked through the window and I saw a truck driving with a pineapple. And in Argentina, <laughs> anana is pineapple. And I said, ah, ananoster. <laughs> See, and name. that's why Pablo is uh, has been uh, decommissioned from choosing names for his projects. <laughs> yeah, Ode once said I had the worst names for 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 things. So. We find someone better. So, <laughs> finally, it was okay. <laughs> I think he was talking about Etlinium. So <laughs> that was a very good name. Indeed. What, what you're going to ask? NVK, NVK is asking something. Uh, yeah. So have you guys seen other marketplace style clients? And have you heard about people working on them? And and uh, like what's going on in this space? Well, the Ellen Beats people have a very large thing there that I didn't try yet. Like they have a client for the marketplace, they have a host for the marketplace. And it's a very, very big thing. But I'm kind of skeptical of the marketplace. I think it should be later. I think there are lower hanging fruit for us to implement first. What's the lower hanging fruit? Well, Git and Wikipedia. I like Wikipedia stuff. Yeah, but I think Git and I, I was thinking that the, the, the Git stuff has the same problem with the, that you're, you're mentioning with the marketplace. I think the issue is that you want to search for a thing. And for example, today when I try to find a library to write something, I, I go on GitHub and use the search there. But mm -hmm. sometimes there's a That's library. That's the whole value. There, there's a, some, sometimes there's a library that is not on GitHub, but it's on GitLab or, or somewhere else. And then I don't find it. And I was yeah. thinking what would happen if, if Noster can solve that, if we completely destroy GitHub and everybody's hosting repos in different places, how can we search thing, things? And in the same way, how can we search that the, for the guy that is selling his bike? I don't know. Well, I mean, discoverability has always been the issue with decentralized projects, right? By nature. So I, I really think that like one thing that is nice about this sort of like anything goes on Nostra, right? You can have decentralized, you can have distributed, and you can have private, and they can all sort of interconnect too, is that you can have people providing sort of aggregators, right? For topics of things, right? So for example, you know, I can claim that I have the best aggregator for uh, Craigslist, Craigslist posts, and I filter that well, and, uh, and you pay me five bucks to subscribe to my relay that has those, right? Uh, and they're nicely cached and they're also archived, right? In case, because that, that's one, another huge advantage of GitHub. Before GitHub, people don't know this, like SourceForge was a huge place for people to keep stuff. But as soon as the guy dies or or decides to go away, like it's gone, right? Like the amount of software, like interesting math stuff too, that like disappeared uh, just because, you know, like nobody has an interest in keeping it and it was not sort of the norm at the time. Uh, it's pretty sad. So maybe now there's an incentive, an actual economic incentive for somebody to sort of like keep track and index some of the stuff. And and maybe that's where the search comes from. 
Yeah, that's kind of what like what I did with uh, Purple Pages, which is like this special relay that only serves you data for like contact data and and gossip data, and it only serves you those kinds. And I'm because it's so little data, I'm archiving everything. Like every time there is a contact information change, I'm archiving everything because I mean maybe I will not at some point, but it's it's nothing. It takes like a couple gigs at most. But yeah, but there has to be a financial incentive, right? Because that costs money to keep that thing running, and and one day you know. Pablo is not going to live forever. I mean, we wish he would, but he won't. So maybe he's for, he's replaced by his AI. But you know, like who's going to keep that backup server going economically? The speaking? demos relay, which is backing up all this Chinese spam. Hey, I fixed that. Hours. <laughs> I fixed that now. I mean, it can always just block Chinese uh, uh, Mandarin completely, right? Boom, problem fixed. I'm kidding. That's Once horrible. Once the CCP blocked the <laughs> Damas relay from the country, it actually, the spam went down a lot. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So yeah, like, you know, like I gotta say like this, the idea of like full ephemeral sort of existence of things feels great when we're talking about people posting about their farts on microblogging. But like when you're talking about things that are like, you know, super, super value add to humanity, right? Like software and big, sort of thinkings of writings and, you know, like other stuff would be nice if there is an incentive for those things to be capped. You know, even with Twitter, right? There's a lot of like, you know, it's of course hidden in, in like a lot of shit, but there is a lot of value inside Twitter too that like will get lost if Elon decides to close the doors, right? Because there is no easy API for you to suck that out and, and make a copy of it aside from your own stuff. I recently did a dump of the Domus Relay. It's like 80 million uh, JSON lines, and it's like probably around 60 gigabytes, um, about 13 gigabytes compressed. Probably a lot of that spam, but you know, there's no reason why I can just like throw that up on a torrent as like an archive. But I'll probably have to eventually kill the entire database and start over because it's getting too big. <laughs> you know, totally. I think we got to 256 gigabytes because we were not filtering on. Uh, is it 250 gigabytes? Something like that. Once the spam came in. But, but anyways, so like, I think like, that's like a question that's still open to me. It's like how things get capped and like, there's like right incentives for things to get capped, especially when you start getting into say Git, right? Sure. You know, Git's decentralized and you can have your own copy of stuff. But again, like the value of, you know, like collaborative coding is finding somebody else's library, uh, like Fiat was saying. And, and, you know, aside from the server that has all that stuff indexed would be nice if there is a copy of all that stuff in many places too. Yeah, there's always going to be someone who cares more about a certain piece of data and then those people are going to be sending it to a relay that they know they're not, they're not going to, they're at least going to back up. And so they might, so if you're sending all your data to the Domus relay, like, you know, that's just signaling and that, that's the only relay you're sending it to, then you're signaling that you don't really care about that data very often because I'm probably going to get axed the database. But if you really care about the database, like imagine if um, Bitcoin Core had like a, a Git Nostra relay, um, they would probably be backing that up and things like that. So, I, don't know, I think individual ind individuals are going to be making sure their data is retained over time. Personally, I just do every note into Blaster, and then problem resolved. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> Blaster is such a bad I, idea. Like, Potter, who built that? I don't know. It's terrible. <laughs> I, I love that band and the, the guys did it. No, I, I mean it is useful, right? So, for example, when when uh, when I committed Harakiri on on Damas, having having a relay uh, pusher, let's call it this way, to push my new nodes to fix that in most relays, like Blaster was actually kind of useful. 
I don't know. It, 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 it is very useful. I, I, th I think it's really bad for kind ones, especially. Uh, <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's, but, but, but what, what I find very interesting, and I actually started running a blaster relay myself as well, because I wanted to see like how many people are using these things. And what, what's, what's, I think it's interesting from, from blaster is that it shows how important it is for people, like how common it is for people to not see events and for their events to not be seen by others. So I, I think it, it highlights that there, there is still an issue on discoverability and, and relay traversal. It, it all could be cool. Uh, and I'm sure it's going to end up showing up some tool in some of the big clients. It, it, it kind of gives you like you can have a little uh, analytics there on your content. Like you go in your profile and you click and it shows like the common relays that do see your notes uh, that you may not have it. Right. Because uh, maybe they're getting there some in some other means, but. Like it helps people figure out if their network graph is seeing everything. Yeah, I have something like that. So I have a, I have a one one relay that is uh, it connected to a bunch of relays and it's just basically uh, absorbing everything. And what I'm doing is every time I see a pop key writing on a relay, I I uh, increase by one one uh, one hash for that pop key. So I can I can have I have a list of every pop key where they tend to write like. Like, I don't know, 80% of your events are, are here, you know, like five events are on this one relay. Um, and then what's cool is that then I can do intersections, right? So I can, I can tell you, okay, based on your follow on your contact list, you should be using these, these relays and this one relay that you're writing to, they, it ha always has the same events that all this other set of relays already has. So you can just disconnect from this one. So what you're saying to me is that you're going to register the domain stalker without an e.com and that's the name of that service? Stuck, stuckster. Stuckster? Stuckster. <laughs> Not lol. <laughs> okay, guys. So, so I don't know, like the discoverability problem is still very interesting and it's never going to go away. But like what other sort of sites and things are sort of like working a little bit on discoverability problem? Like text search, for example. I mean, I really like Nostra Band. I really like Primal. These these two sites are doing amazing things with like doing trending algorithms and just building search engines around Nostra. And if there's some way in the future where Adamus can tap into those features, like even just like getting follower counts, like I would I would probably like to have that. I know sometimes people, some people think follower counts is a shit coin, but it's still people really love their follower counts. I don't know. That's a thing that people like. So I gotta I gotta provide that as an option. I was talking to Milian about that on the Primal thing. It's like, you know, eventually like you should just offer an API for clients to get a follower account. So when the user goes and sets up a new pub key there, you don't have to go <laughs> and like nonstop query like every freaking relay the person has for their follow list, right? I've been thinking about this a lot and I think I have a master plan on how to how to do this because I don't want to implement every possible algorithm that everyone has and and people are going to have different relays that serve different views. Um, so I, mm -hmm. I, maybe maybe yeah, you do it through an API, but I think I think Primal actually serves a lot of their data through a relay, like a, you're sending it custom commands. So I was, I was I was wondering like what what would a DSL like a domain specific language look like where like where you can add like a plugin to your app that like maybe knows to talk to a certain relay and to pull certain amounts of data and do certain types of queries where it's like this plugin knows how to do all that stuff and then that's like a, an algorithm you just like plug into your client. Would that go as a note? No, this would just be like a small, even like, I don't know, maybe it's Wasm, probably not Wasm, but well, some like script or domain specific language that you just like plop into your app and it will know how to fetch the the the, the feed, the trending feed oh, from I specific see. relays. Because like some of that logic is going to be complicated, right? That I would not be able to support for every different type of algorithm. So that would be really cool, I think. 
So it's kind of like mini script. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, kind of. I mean. Yeah, it's like here's like a formula of like how yeah. to search for my yeah. stuff. It'd be like a program that that would run. Yeah. 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 Fiat, you're saying something? No, I, just, I was just going to say that's that's very good. I, I was thinking, how could someone exploit that and inject a virus in your? <laughs> but <laughs> it would have to be sandbox and like I mean rate limited or something. Like it could probably it could probably be really annoying if it had a rogue you know, script, but it's, if it's just querying stuff, I don't see the, what it could do. Well, I yeah, mean, no, if, if something can be done, people will try. No, <laughs> like, that's, that's, it's not always true. Like that. that's not true. There's always some, some things that no one tries, but. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so tell me about the backdoor on Oster then, future. <laughs> then nobody tried. <laughs> what the backdoor? The backdoor is that I can't tell, <laughs> I can't tell people you're banned and then the person suddenly feels Stops feeling the, the need to post. <laughs> Someone was DMing or messaging me on Nostra this morning saying that uh, SecP is an NSA curve and it's all backdoored. And I'm like, you should use ED25519. I'm like, okay, sound like the flat earther of crypto or something. <laughs> and that's why DMs are a shitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why Bitcoin is a shitcoin, right? It's all, yeah, NSA backdoored. Well, I mean, you know, IRSA, maybe, who knows? Maybe he had Monero some, in his, in his profile, there. so maybe it was just one of those. Right. Uh, but, you know, we have Schnorr now. Okay, so I guess like the other one, the other sort of like interesting thing is uh, file headers. No, no, I, ha I, have uh, a better, uh, I have a better topic. Okay, go ahead. Uh, Rebel was saying some days ago that he, he was a, he was worried about people feeling safe on Nostra because there, there are people... Being, being bad and how we oh, you mean the bitcoiners yeah the bitcoiners but that, like how to attract non-bitcoiners and how these non-bitcoiners would would start to, to like Nostra and, and Nostra wouldn't become the, the Nazi bar he said use these terms and how do you think what's the solution for that I, I suggested like I think the solution goes through using to having niche relays and relays that just ban all the bitcoiners and then all the the leftists can can go there and and enjoy their, themselves. Oh yeah, they should definitely run their own sh their own commie shitholes. I mean, you can have uh, you know like your own sort of like relay. It's commie only. You have to pledge your mm. allegiance to the Das Capital, and nobody else is allowed. Oh no, that's like that's the beauty of this protocol, right? If you want to have your safe space, I mean, I'd love a safe space where people cannot talk about communism. Yeah, maybe Damas needs like a commie mode where you like click it before you sign yeah. up and it just doesn't add you to the Damas <laughs> relay where all the Bitcoiners are. I don't know. That's right. It just goes straight into like, uh, it, it becomes a bridge of Mastodon and you can talk to the other 5,000 people there who are commies too. <laughs> okay. So do, do you guys want to talk about file headers? I, I, I haven't read that one and I know you guys don't like it. So, Oh, I like it. I think it's great. I just don't think you should use it for images. And okay. then replace your image uh, and break all other images. But otherwise, Do you want to give a little primer on it? Yeah, it's just, uh, it's a, you know, I'm not sure. I mean, there's definitely some confusion as to what it was It was for. I think, you know, Vitor saw it as a way to replace images and have like extra metadata such as, you know, an attestation hash to say that. So if the image ever changes, the client could detect that. And, and that's really useful. Nice. Um, there's other things such as like encryption keys. If you, let's say, you have an encrypted file and then... Not yeah, I'm not really sure what the details of that are, but um, it has an extra uh, other things such as blur hash. So imagine if you had an image, but it's not fully loaded, you can actually put a, like a blurry version of the image before it's loaded. It's all really good things. 
darn stuff. But yeah, so what what, what would you what would you say the, the main use cases would be for Jeff? I don't know actually. I created a bounty for for people to do a marketplace for files, I think, or just file sharing using torrents. And I was what I had in mind was something like you be you go to this thing and then you query all the notes, all the events, and they have pointers to torrent files or HTTP files. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to add that to, to Substor because right now I just did it with HTTP for the file itself. And now I'm also doing Nostav, which is kind of cool, which is the thing that Melvin Carvalho is working on, which you sign uh, a Nostar event and you send the base64 of the Nostar event as the, as the authorization. So you can prove that you are that PEV key. So what I did today for, for Substor is we released a, a podcast episode uh, that we did with Nostrovia, where you need to pay 402 sets for <laughs> for the episode, and you get like you you like my my Nostav is checking for subs on that node from a pub key, and and when the sub coming from the right supper comes in, it it white lists the the pub key to to access it. I'm pretty sure I'm going to it, add it, torrent. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So like Nostar, sorry Nostar, uh, torrent is a bit of a shitcoin. It's going to like cause like some major grief in user experiences because what's going to happen is everybody's going to have their hash. <laughs> Nobody's going to have the actual content. <laughs> it's going to be like horrific. It's the same problem with Filecoin and all that shit. Like that's ultimately the issue with DHDs. Like it's like you just can't get the data because you don't know if people have it. At least with, with like, uh, uh, at least at the web, like, you know, th there is a promise that at least that the domain is going to be there. Uh, um, I don't know. It, it's just. Are, are you saying torrents don't work? <laughs> they they don't. Not reliably. No. They do work when when you have the the the, the trackers, and you have. But so so here's an interesting one, right? So, the reason why torrents work is because you know the content you want because it's a movie, right? So like you go like I want I want Top Gun, right? And you go on the torrents and you type Top Gun. I guarantee you that like. It's a hundred percent rotation of the torrents available for Top Gun. Like you're not gonna ever find that version of Top Gun that some guy in Korea put something funny on the tenth minute of that torrent. That's the issue that I find with torrents. It's gonna be very hard for content that is not widely wanted. Like for example, pictures of Rodolfo's dog. Uh, yeah, but that's not the, the, the purpose, right? I, I think it could be for 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 movies. But but I think that you can you can solve that right because if you if you are say for example you upload a, a an audio track to to Substor and you pay a fee and you're paying a fee for that torrent to be seeded for the amount of time that you want and then if the torrent becomes popular then it's self-sustaining because there's people seeding it because it's popular and then if no one wants it and you're paying for it for like ten years and no one really wants your your torrent well then it's on you to to maintain that that data available so I guess what you're saying is that it's not great for my dog's picture but it's gonna be great if you want to have I don't know like uh, say the the Bitcoin you know chain up to last year right so yeah. like a, a seed of it, which already exists on the web, right? It's everywhere. It's signed. And that example is actually easy because you can you can check it. But, or maybe it's for movies, the movies that are definitely not pirated. Uh, so, for example, <laughs> something you made on your backyard. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, for, for that, it'll be great. Everybody wants to watch Top Gunner 
the movie I made in my backyard uh, and is well seated and it stays like that as long as, as people are interested in it. I don't know. Like I, I have this vibe. Maybe it's just me being a boomer, but like, which I'm not really, but that generation, but feels that way Close enough. Uh, of like, you know, web one, the whole point was don't break shit, right? You put a link on something that fucking link still works to today. If you go to GeoCities, copy of it those links still work between each other right like yeah but GeoCities like doesn't work anymore it doesn't exist anymore the domain links break all the time the links break all the time fine that's the problem Thanks. that was the picture for ipfs they were going to say <laughs> oh we're going to hash everything so the links will never break again and the problem is that no one's going to ever find who has the whatever hash we want but but I think for very well-defined things, I, for example, I've archived some websites that I knew were going to vanish from the internet some years ago. And I wanted, and I knew some other people wanted to access these websites. So I tried to use the IPFS to, to put them online and have other people find find them. And that's that's how I found out that. Are they IPFS, still around? Oh, uh, maybe, maybe they're somewhere on my agency. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not on IPFS. <laughs> It's <laughs> probably gone. <laughs> but but we could have that on Oster, for example. I could just host them somewhere and and then people could help host like uh, the other people that are also interested in these websites that I know exist. You know, uh, what I think I'm going to start doing is sending every note I make to archive.org <laughs> as, <laughs> as, as HTTP request. And that's it. Like, I don't know. I, I, I feel like we need, but this is maybe not an Oster problem, but we need better archival sort of like uh like solutions out there that maybe is donationware right like maybe people still donate to it but that would be that would be great and it's not just archive.org yeah so, so going back to file headers <laughs> um, <laughs> as much as we like as torrent is an interesting discussion and, and uh, unfortunately for for domus users we can't take advantage of torrents because apple has banned BitTorrent from their platform but I, uh, you know, just this idea of having a file pointer, so something that points to something that could be encoded in a certain way, such as encrypted. So this, for me, my immediate thought in Domus was, you know, one of the most requested thing is being able to sell encrypted files. Um, so if we had some way to represent an encrypted file and you would know that it's an encrypted file, then I haven't figured out how to, the best way to deliver the decryption key for that file. Perhaps it could be delivered by a zapper. But, you know, that is something I definitely want in Domus, where you'd have like a, maybe a blurry image of your cat and, uh, and you sell pictures of your cat. That might be a, a very common use case that might replace some big websites. We we did have this project. I think the domain's still around. Uh, zob zob four um, So essentially, that was something like that. Uh, you 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 were able to uh, to essentially sell encrypted. We would host a blinded file, right? So like you encrypt on the client. We help you do that with some magic. And then you upload it here and then it lives there. And then, you know, the only way for you to decrypt it is if you pay. There is a huge market for this stuff. I think it's it's, it's a very cool thing, especially if it can exist within the Noster network, right? Because, I mean, I guess it could be Torrent as well. You definitely don't want the stuff. That's why we killed that Zob for. Uh, you definitely don't want that to be in a server that you own. <laughs> this is not a good place for encrypted data for sale. And, and what's cool is that the the actual encrypted data doesn't need to be a file. It could be, in theory, just a note as well. So you can have like a paywall yeah. note using this. I don't know if you'd use this one in particular, but uh, in theory. One thing I'd love to have is like, uh, so essentially like an encrypted lockbox, right? 
that is not necessarily for sale. It's just like, I just want to keep a backup of something there, for example, that's encrypted with my own keys. I encrypted myself in a different system and I'm just using sort of like your system to to push it and keep it there. Would uh, this this could work for that? Fiat, like, what what are your opinions on uh, on more on file headers if we have any? Well, these are my opinions. I I agree with everything you said. I I'm interested in the Nosdav thing. I don't understand it. Is it interest? Is it achieving something like that? Selling files or the Dav stuff by Camry? Yeah. Is Camry doing that? Yeah, no stop, no stop. Yeah, I mean, it's just like an HTTP server where you you authenticate yourself and you can authenticate a get or authenticate a a put. But why does it and have then, this name? Dev sounds like a, a standard. This comes from Web Dev, which is a way of like yeah. updating state on a server. So they use it a lot in uh, CalDev Calendar yeah. CalDev, which works wonderfully. Not <laughs> it's it's, it's like the most horrific <laughs> fucking system ever invented for for updates. <laughs> it's just so fucking bad. So if it is so bad, I, I had that impression. I don't know. Yeah, like why are we replicating this? Yeah, why why are we doing that? I can't believe <laughs> CalDev is coming back for other things. <laughs> <laughs> no, but maybe it's good for things that are not calendar. I, I don't know. I don't know enough of other uses of it to to have an opinion. Can we replace calendar systems with like Nostr somehow? <laughs> I think we yes. talked about this on Twitter before MVK because yes. it was such yes. a shit show. Like I can't actually use the same calendar between Android and, and Apple. It just completely doesn't work, even though there's a supposedly an open standard. Yeah, uh, yeah, but same with SMTP, right? I mean, it's supposed to be an open standard, but you cannot run your own email server. Or you'll be just banned. Yeah, I mean, like calendars on Noster, like especially for public calendars, it would be fantastic. I mean, can you imagine like your conference? You just post your talks as well, however standard exists for, yes, for that please. and you just subscribe to that. Like one of my biggest pet peeves at conferences that they don't have a fucking calendar on Google for you to subscribe to. You have to download some app and like horrible thing. But yeah, th- th- there is no good calendar. Uh, Microsoft Exchange gets hacked in every sort of services they offer it. I mean, Rackspace just dropped Microsoft Exchange services, which was their main business because it got hacked beyond salvation. Yeah, so I guess you could just have a replaceable event for each uh, yeah. event. That's really cool. Um, I mean, we, we don't have to get into the private calendar thing, but this this is great. Public calendars, yeah. I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably make one, yeah. One, one thing that I was <laughs> playing with... Probably <laughs> another project could be done like this afternoon. <laughs> but it, it fits super well with the high Somebody has stuff. to. Like it, it, <laughs> but one thing that I was playing with the highlighter stuff is that is creating a secret, like I'm calling them secret notes, where you create uh, a new key for each note, and then you encrypt using that key, and then you save you save the the key that you're using as a as a self DM. So you save the key, the private key, and then you save like uh, the pointer to to the bet thirty two of the of the event that you're creating. And it's a way of creating like all these other nodes that are not linked to your main pub key. And something like this guy could also use for for like private calendars as well. Yeah, I mean we should definitely address key delegation after this one. Yes. <laughs> so 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 yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah, just, Jeff, I'm just going to leave. I'm just going to leave. Something popped up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've been trying to nerd snipe somebody from from Bitcoin who's really into creating like crazy signature schemas because I feel like some Galaxy Brain adapter signature using the same key set or something that you have is like going to solve all the problems. 
Uh, and like, you know, and I'm just waving my hands for people that can't see because I have absolutely no idea how this is going to be resolved. I just know somebody can do it. Is Jonas Nick on, on Nuster? Uh, no, not yet. I, well, that's one of them that I was trying to, uh, we, we, sh- <laughs> we should try to, uh, to nerd snipe all these guys. Anyways, so calendars. <laughs> 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 we should we should add a bounty for that, like a, a calendar, a public calendar system. It could be just for holidays to start, you know. Like, I'll, I'll gladly that, accept your bounty. Really cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like listen, you know, for us just joking that that you're writing all those micro apps. Like, it's it's amazing that like somebody is just trying to create the micro apps, like and just seeing what's possible. I think that that's really cool. The biggest thing I, I that I. It's so amazing that's going to come out of this is that there's going to be some random app that's probably not even be built by Pablo or it's going to be built by someone and it just takes off and all this data is being generated. And that'll be a great way to um, for Damas just to tap into like, hey, if everyone's using this one particular note type, like why not just add that to Damas and get everyone gets value from that. So these these things that just go viral and take off are going to be everyone's mm-hmm. going to benef- benefit from them, which is really cool. Yeah. And they can even be at, uh, at uh, with the names that Pablo chooses for them. Like it's not that big of a problem because it's very <laughs> ephemeral. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you were trying to say something there. No, no, no. I'm just laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like this. Uh, you know, we, me, and Fiat Jeff were commiserating about the fact that like Brazilians just interrupt each other. And and we're finally having a, a more Brazilian style conversation here, where it's like everybody, nobody's on mute. Uh, for half the time. And, and that's the way it should be if everybody knows each other. Okay. All right. So I guess we don't want to go to key delegation. <laughs> so so why, isn't, why isn't like revocation a thing? Like, can't we just at least revocate a key? Isn't that like no, the simplest possible thing? I think delegation is more like a catch-all to, to like all this behavior. We don't know if the behavior itself is going to be an actual sort of like what you see as delegation, but like, also, I don't know how you achieve key revocation on Noster because it's it's a race condition that you can't guarantee. You just you just send out an event, isn't it? Isn't it that easy? Yeah, but, but how do you know like who's the right person? I mean, you just you're just gonna have to trust the client. It doesn't matter if it's if it's if it's the the person who is actually that person or is the person who isn't that person. As long as it's sent, and then it basically kills all all the client could just ignore every event after that that one event. So it's gonna be on a trust the client basis kind of thing. You just delete the key. You look the key. Yeah, there's a new proposal for that from Alex Glaison. It's uh, just so simple. Like, why not do that, right? Yeah, I think it makes sense. Yeah, I think that's very simple. Yeah, I mean that's an easy one. But like, clients could just be go rogue and just send that out. Yeah, <laughs> like nuclear. No, account. even better. It's like let's let's say that like there is like Coinbase, for example, right? Like high honeypot there for for like trying to scam their users, right, on social media. So say for example, Damas is looking for a little bit of extra budget that year. And Coinbase has their key leaked and uh, Domus goes and honors it, right? Only to 90% subset of the users. <laughs> to the other 10%, Domus sends DMs saying, hi, I'm Coinbase. What's your seed? <laughs> it's kind of a problem. No, but you, you should check. Like, I think people people are not that dumb. Like They could check other places. And, oh, maybe, I don't maybe know, I, man. Maybe I'm delusional, but I think yes. people can, can learn. People are dead dumb. It does happen a lot. A lot of people lose money to uh, fake ledger accounts on Twitter asking them for their seeds. Yeah, but these people will fall for anything. They, they, they don't. The attackers don't need very That's complicated true. setups. That's true. Yeah, I mean, I think like the the key exploration, like key delegation, key whatever 
So the key, do... this key deletion, deletion thing, like you, you nuke a key. The problem is that all the clients and relays, they, they have to keep a list of all the keys yes. that were deleted forever or. Well, there, there could be an event. No, it, it would just, the, it would just pull down that, try to pull it down. And if it's there, then, then the client could just ignore the events from that key. Right. But yeah, you're saying like the relays would have you to need keep a list. Yeah. yeah. You don't, you can't guarantee that. So. That's okay. I think that's okay. Maybe, maybe some clients and some relays will store for a while and then yeah. stop. That's what I was going to say. Like this is going to happen to spam as well, right? The person that got their key leaked can keep that event, that that uh, deletion event, and if and they can keep pushing it out too. Continues to be, a, yeah, it's just publish yeah. it again. Blaster it. Use blaster. That, that's XM <laughs> radios. No, seriously, this is XM radios in inverse XM radio setup. For XM radio, uh, what they do is they key rotate. I think like every year. And then if your subscription is canceled or something, they send a message to all like, because it's a single channel thing, right? And then everybody sort of like, well, but they control the receivers too. And then when you want to reactivate, you have to put on channel one and wait 15 minutes because they try to push whatever keys they can in those 15 minutes. And then there's another window, both sides. Um, it, it, I don't know, man. Like, so spam, spam is going to have a similar thing, right? You're going to have to have like relays that keep lists of spammers right maybe as notes and then it's subscribed to those relays or or an api but let's say it's within Noster, so it's a relay and then you have those those lists and that those are the ones you block so maybe there is a you know maybe those guys also offer the service of keeping track of deleted keys and uh, i don't know it just sounds crazy because the amount of like a watchtower but the amount of deleted keys you're gonna have is gonna be bigger than non-deleted keys because if I was an attacker, I'll just spend all day creating new key and broadcasting dead key. So if we don't have this, if this, if we don't have this revocation thing, like if my key ever leaks, I have like hundred and ten thousand followers. I'm gonna have to like update Damas to just like block that key and and yes. not show it. Like I don't like I, I don't want to have to like hack shit into my client to do that. So we we definitely need revocation in some form. Right? It, I mean, it, it does create a, a bigger. So if barrier. I leak my key, I'll make a PR to Damas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like that's what I so, have, if there's so, no revocation, so that's, that's the what way. I have to do, right? That's right. We're just gonna have PRs at my key. <laughs> but you know, like to your point, I mean, like you know, it's not like no. doesn't need to be perfect, but it does increase the cost of like fucking with it. Uh, I think it. I think it. It just deleting the key fixes it for people that you're following someone and you have that in your. Follow- so you see, the, you see the deletion, you stop following. That's already a, a very good thing. That, that's true. That's true. It's just just kicking off the the follow list, whatever. Because eventually it just becomes like, you know, it's like it's like you're muting the the person who's trying to impersonate with that key by just sort of dropping it off. Like you just don't follow anymore. That that's kind of nice, sort of very clean solution. And you don't have to go into the whole key rotation complexity stuff. It's just like, yeah, let's just block this key. Because because I, I was thinking about this this morning when I was I was uh, trying to figure out bigger. Bah better solutions to NIP05. Um, and just, you know, I really like that key oxide thing where you can put your identity and uh, key base and put your identities on different websites and use a uh, proof. So I was thinking, what, what if we had a, a Nostra proof um, in, in all those different entities? Like maybe, maybe do a tweet, maybe do a Reddit post, maybe do, maybe there's some way that clients could check those signatures on those posts somehow. And then that might be a better way to put your key out there versus NIP05. But see, that's that's where I go like, okay, well, that's a good use case for actual key delegation. So like having sub keys, 
for this kind of stuff would be kind of awesome because like I don't necessarily, so for example, I love the Noster login thing, like so far the best login experience that has come up in the last 30 years, right? It's amazing. <laughs> now, what I don't want is that like uh, websites that are unrelated to my like main Noster use, like microblogging to have access to know which pub key I am on Noster, like microblogging. Right. So for example, if I go log into my online banking, I don't want them to go see my Morse code posts because they, they wouldn't be able to link. Those I mean, like a BIP 85 style. So how does Nostra login work? Is it basically just log in to sign a challenge with your Nostra key? Yes. That seems like a really bad idea, doesn't it? Because <laughs> like, if you lose your key, then you basically anyone has access to all your the yes. sites, right? Yes. No, it's just like. No, who, who is doing that? I don't know any website that does that. Every, I, I was thinking like the, the web clients that you, you log in with the extension. Oh, no, there's lots of stuff. For example, uh, what's the name? Uh, uh, Saturn, like this, like this little dashboard for you to know how many sats came to your blog post, sorry, to your podcast and all that stuff. There, there's a lot of websites starting to add this. It seems like a worse version of LN Neural Auth, right? <laughs> because it's like, at least you, you don't, you're not linking to your Lightning pub key because they do some like HMAC thing, right? Yeah, but LN Neural Auth is also very bad because you, do, you don't remember what whatever key you use to log into each website. So it's very... Well, that, that's why I do like the idea of having the key delegation. So like I, I have been experimenting with BIP85 with, for Bitcoin wallets and things. It has been like extremely useful, a lot more useful than I thought it was going to be, right? For example, having a single backup for a bunch of keys that I don't care if I lose too much, right? Because like on the phone wallets, I have very little Bitcoin and, and those wallets are using a derived private key, right? That's like, that's helpful. What's that BIP? BIP? 85 just go bip85.com we put a domain there so 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 yeah like I, I mean right now you could actually use that to generate 32 bits hacks and you use that as your Noster private key I, I don't recommend it it's kind of like it's, it's kind of dumb but but it's okay I mean I guess you could use it that way I think I'm more interested on if we did have a way to create sub keys with a proper sub key spec that then you can create revocations for those sub keys from a master key. That would be nice. Um, and and you could do that if you have like somebody who really understands this shit come in and sort of create like maybe like a, a based on Frost. Because again, like Fiat Jeff did choose to go with Schnorr instead of uh, ECDSA. <laughs> so uh, you we think can't that was use... a very bad idea? I don't think it was a bad idea. I just think it's going to like, take longer for us to have solutions because we can't use the because for for a cdsa we have like fifty thousand different solutions on bitcoin right because it's it's been around for for the new key set for the new primitive we just don't have that many options yet so we're gonna have to wait until interesting things come but we save one bite <laughs> <We save. laughs> That's why I chose it. I'm gonna I'm gonna make a I'm gonna make a hat, but we saved one bite. <laughs> okay, what else? Uh, I'm kind of curious. You said RSS feed, yes. Fiat early on in Noster's existence, you created RSS slay. Yeah, it kind of is. I mean, most people don't connect to that relay, so they're kind of just like out there. <laughs> have you like had? Do you do you guys have any thoughts on? I'm like maybe stronger. Obviously, I'm coming at this from a selfish perspective, right? But like this podcast, Bitcoin.Review has an RSS feed already, right? Is there a way to like 
you know, make it more discoverable in terms of that RSS post going out or doing that in a better way? It's got to push it to the dumbest relay. Solved. <laughs> Um, sorry, Fiat, why don't you uh, address that? And then I have a, a question. Well, I think the, the approach there is, is still still very good, uh, except the implementation wasn't very wasn't the best. But yeah, but I think people should should somehow learn to connect to these relays, so they could have a relay hosting just the RSS feed, and people would connect to that and fetch the RSS without affecting the rest of their stuff. But I also wanted to replace RSS completely with just Nostra events. How do we get there? That's a good one. I'd, I'd love to hear that. Well, if you think about what, you know, long form posts are about, it's in some sense, you know, this idea where you're, it's not, it's not the same as regular textos. You're just subscribing to something maybe that's, that's not posted very often and it's, it's more thoughtful and, um, I don't know, like maybe that will become a new thing where you just post it as a long form note. Maybe that's not the solution, but. I, I mean, you know, I can tell you from my sort of podcast, like, I mean, mine is very specific. Like most of the time is like this lists, right? It's like very long posts. And, and we always produce essentially like a long thing, amount of tax that goes with the audio. So the idea of releasing this as a note with a link to the audio would be pretty cool. Like, because that's essentially, I guess, what a podcast RSS feed, like, entry is, right? Uh, aside from the metadata. Yeah, because like, Domus is going to have long feed, like, long form support. So if you wanted to, like, publish your podcast as, like, a feed, like, there's probably going to be a different section on a profile of, like, all your long form posts. Um, that could be, like, that could be, like, your podcast, right? So I don't know. Maybe that's the solution or... I don't know. I, I just went to RSS Relay here and I'm trying to add my feed. Um, just curious. You're already added. That's the point. Nobody sees it because no one's connected to that relay. No, I have not added. I just added now. No, but you don't have to. Someone else added it. Oh, I see. Like every someone added both of my podcasts before I added it. Okay. Yeah, but like until there's a client for you to listen to, like, because listen, the, the beautiful thing about like, pods on Apple is that like the Apple pod like client is amazing. Like it really does a good job in audio quality and the syncing between the different devices and keeping track of the stuff and ignoring some pods that you don't listen to as often, not that kind of shit uh, until like you have the clients, a good client sort of uh, 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 like, like pulling from a Noster feed of a podcast like then, you know, like you're not going to see it happen. I mean, like, for example, uh, Fountain, right? Like I love Fountain to interact with the users who listen to the podcast and all that stuff. But like, I don't use it to listen to podcasts because I don't like the listening experience there. Yeah, we don't even have like push notifications in a lot of mobile clients yet. So it's like if you were going to try to consume feeds in, in some of these clients like Domus, like it's not a good experience. So, yeah, I don't know. Do you need push notifications? like? I, I run Antenna Pod, and every day it just downloads new episodes. It works very, very well. 
Well, I, I mean, like one <sighs> thing that I, what my immediate reaction when I found out about Nostar was like, oh my God, you can just replace PubNub for free. And PubNub is a very expensive service that does push notifications. Like Nostar is like the perfect solution to resolve push notifications if you are integrated with the platforms a little bit more deeply, right? Yeah, and we'll get there. Like I, I am planning on adding like a relay that's going to push uh, Apple notifications when you get, you know, when you get an event, so. Well, I mean, anybody listening out there, this is like billion dollar company right there. Replace PubNub. <laughs> so let, let, let me ask here, William, you, you said that, but I'm thinking if if I'm following someone and the person is just publishing through some external relay, I will never get notifications from that person, right? For I get, for me to get it, that person will have to push through the special demos relay. Yeah. They would have to hit the Domus relay for it to be notified. So this is like for our users, like it's fine because they're gonna have, they're gonna have it. But yeah, yeah, no, it makes sense. But if you're just yeah, sense. if you're pushing, it won't you won't get notified if you're not pushing to the Domus relay. But I can still open the app and load from that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but that you can solve very very easily on a per user basis, where you subscribe to a service that you know gets my follow list and pushes the uh, the events to whatever uh, push notification relay you're using. Yeah, but then you're asking people to run servers. <laughs> <laughs> There's another feature that would need to be included as well. So a lot of people ask for the, um, this is like a common thing on Twitter where you you want to be notified whenever someone posts something. Um, so I think what I'd have to do there is Damas would like publish a list to Nostra and then whenever, like a list of people and then if, if those people send a note, then they would all, you'd also get notified. So I could probably add support that. What about subscribing to notes from other people? <laughs> That's a thing that I always wanted to exist. Like I see something, someone asking a question and I want to see the, the answer, and, but I can't subscribe to that note because I didn't post it and I'm, I just don't get notified about that. Well, that would actually be super useful. Like that's useful for the notes on Anana. Craigslist. Noster. Uh that's no, seriously, like that that's super useful for a bunch of different sort of applications, right? Just being able to like keep track. Maybe there is an app that all it does is just subscribe to notes and keep track of if there is any replies to them in multiple relays. Do you just like want this to show up in your like notifications and your mentions when someone replies to a certain post? I'm yeah. not sure if I want that on Dumas per se, because there's a lot of stuff going on there. Because all the social sort of media stuff, right? Like it's like the likes and I think everything it fits, else. It fits them. I think the social apps. Like instead of subscribing to a person, you subscribe to a note. And that could be temporary. Like for the next five days. Okay. So we'll query, we'll query the relays for, for replies to that note. As well as other stuff. I mean, query wise, it's pretty trivial to do that. So It could be another tab there. Right. I mean, it starts to become a lot of tabs, but it is a niche. It is a niche thing. I've never needed that, but you can definitely do it. What I did for for highlighter is you can you can create a list and you can add notes, but you can also add pop keys to, to the note to the to the list. And then the feed, you get a feed of the list. So you see replies to the notes and then you see the feed of the people that that list is following. And, and I don't know, the experience is, I mean, it's super broken at the moment, but, but the experience is kind of cool. <laughs> well, that, that, yeah, that's very good. That's very interesting. So this is like another application of like the pluggable algorithm idea. So imagine you just have a script that knows how to subscribe to a notes and then that could just be, 
you know, a pluggable thing you add to Domus without me having to explicitly code it. Yeah. Okay. So who's gonna who, who's gonna who's gonna read the nip? <laughs> no, don't <laughs> is it done yet? Stop writing nips. Jesus Christ. <laughs> 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 I, I mean like no but like this needs to live oh, how about like you do like the we have nips and we have nipples uh, so on the nips are the official Nostra protocol things that you know ideally get implemented but then the nipples are auxiliary to it kind of like they had to create Bolt and other things for Lightning because they don't belong as a BIP well Luke, Luke Dash Jr. wanted everything to be BIPs the Lightning specs to be BIPs the whatever crap you invent, like LNURL to be BIP. And I think it makes sense, like to have a giant garbage can of everything, but you still need someone to, to create on top of that later. Wait, so you do want it to be a NIP then? Yeah, that was the intention, <laughs> but I don't know anymore. <laughs> He's bored. He likes to work. Um, okay, guys. All right, so we are kind of approaching now about two hours here. So, so any any other topics that like you think like we should we should bring up before we start sort of closing out? I guess okay. So one one thing uh, is uh, you know business models and and sort of like uh, funding and and other ways for for people. You know, I always felt like you know with Bitcoin you're dealing with money, right? So there's there's a higher chance for you to to offer a value and take a cut. So it's a lot easier for you to find some monetization, right? On a protocol like Noster, I find it, you know, you become clear later, but at least now in the beginning, I feel like it's a bit harder. So, you know, like any any tips, tricks, or things that people should be looking for and uh, any any other interesting sort of things that are happening in that front? I feel like it's a bit premature. I feel like we should just try to take over the world first and then, then the money issue will be less an, of an issue in the future. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. 100%. I will say that two years ago, we, I helped to launch OpenSets. We're 100% pass-through organization, 501c3. You can donate and get a tax credit if you're Americans or you can donate anonymously using Bitcoin. That is up to whoever is donating. We've historically supported Bitcoin projects, but the general mission statement of OpenSats is, is they use Bitcoin to support the greater free and open source movement. So we are looking forward to supplying more Noster grants and Noster focus grants. Uh, we're not quite there yet, but we're, we're close. We're getting pretty close. So we'll have more to announce on that front soon, but personally very excited about it. And I know no one wants to care about money, which is why I helped to carry that burden for you, for you guys. Um, so there you go. So yeah, on, on that front, there, there is uh, there is funding coming to to Noster soon, uh, so that people can can apply for grants and things. Uh, that that's going to be great, and uh, I have a feeling that there's going to be a lot more of that coming, like different organizations too, and because uh, like the value is there, and there's a lot of stuff that a lot of people need, but they not. Be not be a business case for it to exist. So a little bit like the the BDK with Bitcoin, right? Like it's like everybody could use that, especially earlier. Uh, <laughs> so like last shitty wallets would be robbed, um, and but there is no business on that, right? I mean, so many people tried to make a business out of creating a development kit for for Bitcoin, failed. 
so anyway, so, so like I, I feel like there's a lot of that 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 could be helped to this. Uh, and and there's also a lot of like you know like VCs that are also looking for investment in the space. And I don't know. It seems like things are sort of like starting to sort of uh, like find a footing and sort of like start to move. And and uh, you know like there's things I don't like about VCs. <laughs> like there's things you know there's many different paths. I guess like what's important is that there are paths. Uh, and and like that to me is just proves that the technology has like uh, uh, people who want to use it. There's going to be millions of VC, millions of dollars of VC money burned on uh, not certain Nostra projects. I mean, there'll be millions allocated to good good Nostra projects, but there's going to be a lot of burned money in the Nostra ecosystem. I hope you guys are all ready for it. I'm personally very <laughs> excited. For a hundred and fifty million dollar raise from some A sixteen Z backed Noster company that that wants to bring shit coins to Noster, so I hope you guys are prepared. Yeah, no, I mean, like it's inevitable, right? Like, I mean, the, the scammers will come, but uh, yeah, Pablo. No, yeah, I was saying that I don't know if this is what JB fifty five was was saying or referring to with regards to not rushing, but the, the way I see it is if we try to think what we're building in terms of how we're going to monetize it. Um, it's it's going to reduce our creativity and it's the, premature. The amount. Yes, it's absolutely premature. So but, you know, like, uh, but you know, there is like more sort of like like any investment I have ever made has always been on like the people who I know can pivot like fifty times over, and then eventually like they're just great people that I want working on something, and I know eventually they're going to figure out a way of making money or get hired <laughs> by somebody else. But like. <laughs> You know, like there is ways of doing this with some ethics and like also in a way that doesn't prevent people from like having creativity and sort of experiment different things. You can always count on smart people to come up with different fucking ideas, right? Like, and, and ideally, eventually recognize that they suck at making money and hire somebody who's good at that to be part of their new idea too. It's like, there's a lot of that. There's no perfect answers, but it's just nice to like, I, I think... From the amount of noise I'm hearing from different places about like VCs and and like grants and things and that like things are coming because like it just proves that this thing is going somewhere. Uh, by the way, check out uh, Noster.fund. There is uh, there is there is stuff going there at some point. Yeah, and we still have the you know the uh, the Noster fund from Jack. You know the Nostra sugar daddy. So <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so I don't know, maybe I, I bet he's cringing right now because he loves when you bring this up. No, <laughs> no sir, sugar true, daddy, that's great. It's, it's true. Yes, it's true 100%. though. Like these grants have actually been really helpful just for getting us through like these, this time of we're just experimenting and we're trying to figure out what we're doing. And one of these ideas are, are is going to be like the hundred million dollar idea. You know, maybe we've already, it's already here. It's just, ha we just haven't seen it yet. Um, but you know, these funds, these grants from these very generous people has been extremely helpful. And just, at least for me, just, just allowed me to continue working on it. You know, you want good people working on this stuff, right? Like you don't want like just people just jerking off working on this stuff. Like good quality devs, like could have a better job somewhere making a lot of fucking money, right? Instead of just jerking off of this stuff and, and their wives would be sort of like hitting them in the head saying, Hey. There is other stuff, you know, like, so like, it, it's nice that there is funding that is not necessarily with strings attached, right? Like, like available to people who are good working on new tech. Yeah. This is why we created OpenSats. 
And while we're shilling websites, opensats.org for more information. I will say if you have a Nostra project, don't press the apply button yet. Just give us two weeks. And But just on the Dorsey comment, by the way, Will, I was um, shilling Nostra on Twitter the other day because it's pretty much all I use Twitter for now is just shill Nostra. <laughs> and one of the top comments was like, isn't that Dorsey's new startup? So many such cases. <laughs> Oh, oh. I get that a so, lot. I get that a lot. Like, I just say yes. Just so people sure. know, the Noster.fund will be redirected to opensats.com slash Noster. No, it's opensats.org. slash Noster. We also have the .com, but we're an organization, so we use the .org. It already says the Noster Fund by Opensats on the title. Hey, Odell, I'm too <laughs> new to, to, to Opensats. I, I don't know yet the URLs, even though I was added to the website. There you go. Yeah, I get, I mean, I get a unsafe error. I guess you don't have an SSL search set up there, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. Send me a profile. <laughs> but just go to opensats.org in two weeks. <laughs> so send me a SSL profile for me to install on all my devices. <laughs> all right, guys, I, I think, I think we've, uh, we've, we've got to a good point here. We didn't even address all the music shit on Noster, the like the Stemster, the Z- the Wave Lake, and uh, like the other million things. So, for the audience, what I think I'm gonna start doing now because Noster Noster is getting out of controls with updates is, I think I'm gonna do a Noster list every month, on top of like a few major sort of Nost update Noster updates on the Bitcoin list uh, episode. And then hopefully I get uh, some of these guys who are actually building on Oscar to come here, like Fiat and and JB and Pablo, and maybe Odell joins as a as a usual guest to uh, to to participate on the the Noster list episodes. And if you are the person who owns Noster review without an S, I am interested. I do own Noster.reviews, which I am interested in trading with you. I'm glad you said that because. I was signing into Namecheap to buy Noster.review, so you saved me the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, guys, listen, okay, let's do some final thoughts here. So Fiat Jeff, uh, please, final thoughts, sir. Uh, domain names are shit coins, and <laughs> I don't have any other final thoughts, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. JB55. Yeah, I think uh, if just looking back, you know, it's, it's been a couple months since they started really taking off and just to see all the progress, all the apps have been, have been coming up, up, up and uh, coming, such as all Pablo's apps have been amazing. And just, this is, <laughs> I think this is just the, the start of something really special. I feel like, and uh, you know, let's just keep, let's keep building cool stuff. And then this whole, this whole structure is getting better for every, every new app and every new interoperable thing. So yeah, I'm just really excited for the future of all the stuff that's going to be built on it. So. Yep. Thank you. That was uh, that was spot on. After that, I I I, I regret my final comment. Okay, Fiat <laughs> Jeff, no, 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 you're a mulligan. No, 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 no. Now, now we want to hear. If, no, no, final thoughts, Fiat Jeff. <laughs> well, I I just I'm just hoping that Nostra will conquer the world and destroy Blue Sky and and Mastodon and yeah, I'm 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 excited. I, now that I learned that I more than a hundred thousand people on Oscar. I'm I'm much more excited for the future. <laughs> you know, uh, the best source of analytics for this stuff is the one that has the biggest number, and that's the one you follow. 
<laughs> and then you create competition to see which one has the bigger, bigger number. All right, Mr. Adele. I mean, I just want to thank you all for having me join you for this great conversation. I'm very excited about Noster. It reminds me a lot of being introduced to Bitcoin for the first time. Obviously, there's a lot of differences, but there's also a lot of similarities in how it, how it feels. It's hard. The vibes. The vibes feel a lot like Bitcoin. I will say, not only am I excited about Noster, but we need it. You know, We need a censorship-resistant open communication protocol more than ever. So I'm looking forward to supporting it however I can, whether that's through uh, my venture fund, 1031, whether that's through my open source foundation, OpenSats, or just the content I make. I mean, you can find me on Noster with my NIP5 before it gets deprecated, uh, Odell at WeRunBTC.com. And uh, I just want to thank you, gents. Oh, no, 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 no. You got to read your NPUB. My, my <laughs> NPUB can be found at... Uh, <laughs> at odell.xyz slash Noster. And I just want to personally thank you guys for building out Noster. Like, uh, I use it every day and uh, it wouldn't be possible without you guys. So thank you. Uh, thanks, Matt. Uh, Fiat, do you want to update your final thoughts now after Matt's final thoughts? <laughs> no, please. <laughs> no, come on. You must have. No, come on. You can find my NIP5 at futurejeff.com. And also support support the, the NIP5 without the, the first name, please. Oh, you don't have to. Whatever. Yes. But I like it. Yeah, no, I, I, I am a, I am an underscore maximalist now for uh, NIP5. Is fives. that why when I tried to type fiatjaff at fiatjaff.com, it didn't work in my in Damas? Yeah. Because Damas doesn't support it. So what do I do? It's I just underscore. Put in my well-known underscore as my, instead yeah. of Odell? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Have both so that people don't lose it. That's how I do it. Got it. Pablo. But most final players thoughts? render it to us the underscore. It's not, yeah. Yeah, it, it would be cool it if works. they don't even render the underscore. Uh, final thought. I mean, Nipple 5 is a shit coin. <laughs> <laughs> Nipple 5 is going to be better than Nip 5. Um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm just super excited with what's going on. I mean, this is pretty obvious because I keep launching different things, but uh, I'm just like the, the non-social media use case of, of Noster has me like super, super uber excited. I have a lot of contacts and friends and, and family that are not into social networks at all. But when I show them some of the other stuff that is non-social network related, it's like it starts to resonate with them. And to me, the, um, the high value accrual for the, for the network as a, as a, as a whole it's going to end up coming from from the mostly non-social media. Like marketplaces is an obvious one. There's an obvious social component to it, but it's not a social network. Um, and all these other cases, um, I, I don't know, to, be, to me, the, the idea when you have cont- addressable content, you have content that has an ID and you can refer to that content by ID and you can mesh it with all kinds of different use cases. I don't know, to me, like that, the, the creativity that, that, can, that can fall is what, has me like super, super uber bullish. So what you're saying is we need the uh, Yahoo pipes for uh, Noster. <laughs> Pretty much. That's exactly what I say. Uh, Fiat Jeff, any updated uh, final thoughts based <laughs> on Pablo's final thoughts? Please. <laughs> I have an updated final thought um, based off of Pablo's final thought. <laughs> Please. Dude. I actually just want to say like, honestly, like, thank you, Pablo, just for Because this is what we need the most in Noster is to show like, what is its true potential? And devs like Pablo are like, are doing exactly that. And that's what we need the most right now. It's just 
like let's build out these cool crazy ideas and just see where it goes and so yeah i just want to say thank you for all the cool things you're building i'm really excited looking forward to implementing a lot of them into Dama. so thanks man so guys i mean like this is this is awesome like i think like so Bitcoin wins because, you know, it has the best memers, right? Like, you know, Noster wins because it has the best vibes, right? Like uh, everybody's super helpful. Everybody's super useful, you know, and in the spirit of building a social technology, which kind of is what, what Noster is, it, uh, you know, the, the people in it seem to to really sort of take that to heart and be helpful in that way. It's almost like the opposite of the the way that Bitcoin needs to be built in that sense. Bitcoin needs to be a system where people sort of like fight each other because that's the how money works. It has to be adversarial. But in this system is the opposite. We're trying to build bridges, right? You build the bridges to pass on the Bitcoin. And I don't know, like, you know, just, just having this two hours with you guys, like, you know, it's just, it gives me so much fucking hope for this thing. And uh, I think you're all sort of building awesome stuff. You know, I, I echo what JB said about uh, Pablo's million micro apps. Like people need to see what's possible. Uh, I still think that 999%, even the people who are devs on it, don't even see Noster for, you know, anything else that is not micro blogging. And, uh, you know, props to you. And, and I mean, you know, JB building a, a social media platform, <laughs> you know, you really love pain. Uh, <laughs> it's I mean, super Swift. cool, but no, man, no, no. it's a lot of work and Swift. <laughs> it could be worse. It could be JavaScript. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, and, uh, Fiat, thanks for still being around, man. And like participating and, and helping the, the network grow and not satoshing us. And, uh, you know, Adele helping educate people and all this stuff. Like I, you know, I feel like it's a bit of a love fest, but uh, that, that's what this thing is. So, uh, so thank you all for, for participating on this episode. And uh, I hope to have you guys all soon again to, to talk about the other 13,000 things that were created on Noster between now and a month from now. Cheers. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening. For more resources, check the show notes. We put a lot of effort into them. And remember, we don't have a crystal ball. So let us know about your project. Visit Bitcoin.review to find out how to get in touch. Mm-hmm.